It's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. I don't know how petty and vindictive they are, is I guess what I'm saying. I wouldn't well, think so. I would think they have... You assume that people are like me and you, where I wake up every single day and think about how I can screw my enemies over. Right. How petty I can be. Is everybody not doing that? I, I don't think so. I think okay. it's just me and you. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Rayon Traffic. How the f*** did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. Ooh, this is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Happy Friday to you. Timmy Hall is in for Common Man today. What's up, Timmy? How are you? Oh, hello, Bone. It was nice to hear Jen Winters yesterday, and it's good to be back to finish out the week with you. Yeah, well, we didn't want to tax you too much yesterday because we knew you had that big Buckeye basketball game to cover, had to start to finish, get that one in. Big one there with Penn State. So we'll talk about Penn State and Ohio State. That was a fun game. Went right down to the wire, Timmy. And then it went down to the wire again and again and again. Like five consecutive down to the wire. Boy, let's see what happens here. I think you're talking about that (sighs) wild five three-point shot possession with under 30 seconds to play. None of them would have tied the game, but I do agree. You kind of needed a three at that point if you're going to make a shot and then put them on the line, and then hopefully you're still down three when they make two. But that kind of personified the season where oh, it was you were getting some breaks and then getting some more open looks off of it and you just could not bury one of them. No. And they actually led for seven or eight game minutes of that one last night. Clearly, it's the best Ohio State has played yes. in this entire nine-game stretch. But that's about all we can hope to see is that they're playing with a team. And it almost kind of went back to some of the earlier woes where they're with the opponent And then they just can't make the winning plays down the stretch to rise above them and get the win. Penn State was too much of a veteran team for them to handle. Now, if you didn't see that, by the way, yes, like you said, there was that at the end of the sequence where I think Sean McNeil had three attempts himself that he missed. Yes, he did. In 28 seconds. And then Bruce and Bryce had the other two in that stretch. Impressive that they got five offensive or four offensive rebounds, whatever it took to make that happen, I guess, but... (laughs) God, that was, you, it, you said it exactly right. It personified the season. It was, it was something that you stare at and go, "There's no way this is going to go." The inti- they're not going to shoot five of these in a row and miss. And all the game's going to end, right? Nope. Yeah, yeah, with did. the ball bouncing away, just towards like half you say. Court. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to tell Mike when Mike and I sit here and he's like, "Well, they're not going to lose all these games towards the end of the season." I'm like, "No, yeah, they are." I, I I feel like at this point, this is for whatever reason, it's just not happening for this basketball team. And there are a lot of little things you can take apart. The freshman getting to play has been, I think, a good development of, let's say, a very, very, very slim silver lining to this awful cloud that next year, those freshmen, if they stay and if they are part of things, they will have gained lots of experience. But you would like them to get some experience actually winning these games. Still, they played better, but uh, but it doesn't matter. Like, this was gross. It's been gross. It continues to be gross. Here's the thing, too. And look, I talk to a lot of people that are dialed into this basketball team. And the problem is when kids are this young and the transfer portal has become so hot here recently, it's kind of tough to get into the rumor mill season until you actually get there. You know what I mean? Like it, it happens fast. You might 
be thinking at this point in time that, oh, all these guys, like you mentioned Bryce, you mentioned Bruce, some of the foundational younger guys that you're hoping to God will stay and be a part of the future. It's just hard to know everything. It's hard to know everything right now on February 24th when you mentioned there are games left. And I like to think that the Buckeyes can win a game here, but each individual well, game you go into, you're not predicting it. You you just can't because no. they've lost nine in a row. And Illinois and Maryland, I think, are better squads than Penn State. Penn State's good, not great. I kind of think the same thing about Illinois and Maryland. They're good teams, not great teams. But we just we just don't have a crystal ball. And part of me thinks, Bone, when a season goes this wrong, we've seen seasons go way less wrong. And then some surprises come your way yeah. it, when you start that first week or two of the offseason. That's all I'm saying is it's easy to just, you know, point your finger towards next year and say, you know what, just a lot of excitement, a lot of buildup, a lot of hype. But, man, if you're heading towards 11 and 20 or something that's one of the uglier records you've seen in 30 years of Ohio State basketball, I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it can stay straight down this path where they can make sure that this was a little blip on the radar. Well, I mean, it... It's a it's a very reasonable thing, and I I've said my piece about this. I'm not trying to, what's the term? Flog a dead equine, right? I'm not trying to just continue. Oh yeah, to say yeah the same use thing. that one a lot. But I just I don't. There's not a lot that you can tell me when the line used to be. Well, who are you going to get to be the head coach of this team if you get rid of Chris Holman? The question should not be that. The question should be. How much of an improvement at head coach would you need to get the same result as you just got this year for a $3 million plus head coach? And the answer is you or I, Timmy, could coach this team to basically the same results in the Big Ten. Now, maybe the Wig games wouldn't be as close, but the end result, it doesn't matter how close you are. You're losing a ridiculous number of games, an output that we've not seen in 30 years. So I, I'm not optimistic about the future at this program right now. I, I wish I could say I was. I would like to believe that the recruiting will continue to stay up and the players will come in and next year it'll be all fixed. Whatever mental weirdness happened this year, we'll, we'll get past that. But I, I don't I don't necessarily see that being the case. I, I feel like instead we're seeing a trend here at this university when it comes to men's basketball where sadly you've seen a lot of guys come in. They've been hyped. They've been brought in and thought of as they're going to be the next thing. And some of them, yeah, Malachi Branham. Next big guy, EJ Liddell, next big guy. They did that. And and certainly Bryce Sensiball on that pathway as well. But then you also have guys like Michi Johnson, who you just saw in that Bama game for South Carolina. I'm not saying he played great, but he's, you know, still out there playing in the SEC. Why why did he want to leave here? Why did he not want to be here? There were other players that have had a thought that they would be promising here, and then they've kind of moved on. And I'm I'm just wondering, what is it that keeps guys not wanting to be here? Is it just name, image, and likeness and transfer portal? Or is there something else going on here that I don't know the answer to? But th there's no way the talent on this team should be this bad. And it does not add up that why this is happening and why they're you playing know, this poorly. And we, we can go and do some deep dives on some really good coaches who wound up being ultra successful at whatever school they started at, right? And you will find some off seasons right like that's natural it's just that rare do you see and i everyone knows i've liked chris as a head coach and i actually am one of those college basketball guys that puts some stock in proving that you can go to the ncaa tournament as a baseline every single year and i'm with the side of the fan base that has said hey this is ohio state basketball this is one of the 20 25 best programs of all time 
and we're we're trying to take steps to do better than that and consistently hit yeah. some benchmarks and and prove that we can you know get back to some of those sweet 16 runs and winning Big Ten championships. And you, you're not even asking for those every season. I think you're being reasonable there where you say, you know, one every four or five years, you're really competing down the stretch. And they've had a couple things that have gone wrong here. But it's it, it's tricky because when you're this deep into your run, show me where a season goes this far off the rails and you can steer it back on course. That's the thing right. that that makes me lose sleep is wondering how you get it back. It'll be an incredibly difficult job. There's a lot of good coaches out there that just because it didn't work out for them at a school, there's, you mentioned a million things there with, with, with players and trying to get into their minds and what are they thinking? How do we keep a guy here? How do we, you know, get one extra year out of this player? How do we win over one extra recruit? How do we get that big guy that we've kind of been missing year in and year out? It's just very, very hard. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Yeah. That's just a reality in this sport. Right. It's very hard to accomplish all of these things. Well, I know. And, and that's, and that's, but again, that's, that's the standard here that Ohio State no doubt. has. And that's, no doubt. And I, and I know you're not saying this. It annoys me when the college basketball, you know, gatekeepers in the media will say like, oh, Ohio State fans, calm down. You're good. Like, and this is not, like, whatever, like Micah, Micah, Micah last Sh- night. Micah Shrewsbury yeah. is the head coach for Penn State. But I was even talking about like Jeff Goodman and those guys, like, oh, Ohio State fans, what do you expect? You're not Kentucky. And it's like, no, but we are one of the 10 schools that have had uh, or eight or final fours. Yeah, eight final fours or, or more. Ten, or ten, fi- whatever, whatever it was. Whatever yeah, it was one of the yeah. eight schools with ten that's plus it, final fours. It. And all Pretty the other amazing. ones, all the ones, other ones in there are Louisville, Kentucky, Michigan State, Kansas, Kansas yeah. North Carolina, Duke. I mean, they're all the schools you would say are the blue bloods of college basketball. And then Ohio State's in there too. So can't deny that there is more history here than someone to there, give it credit. There's but, nothing worse than someone that doesn't allow you to have an opinion. About something that Absolutely. you're re- about something that you're really passionate about. If you're a season ticket holder, then you got a right to say something. If you've been giving money to the Ohio State Athletics Department for a long time, you've been taking your son, your daughter, wife, brother, whoever to basketball games for a long, long time. You are allowed to have a say. Well, you're you're like allowed you to are. have a say, even if you're not doing that. If you're a fan of this Absolutely, team and you, totally, you follow yeah. it, right? I mean, of course, but. Micah Shrewsbury had this quote where he said, Chris Holman is a hell of a coach. If anybody's got any doubts about that, they're crazy. He's done it. Yeah, they're struggling this year. That dude can coach. You can get that craziness out of my face. Yeah, that's just, that's some tone there. You know, it's like, buddy, we, we have been around here for these six years and we know everything that this basketball team has accomplished and not accomplished and what they struggle with, what they've been good at and where they're, they're needing to go. So don't give me that, you know, get out of my face. We're allowed to be a little frustrated and upset when a season's yeah, gone this wrong. I don't like it when you've had multiple opposing head coaches this year say, hey guys, Chris Holman's doing, hey, you calm down about that. He's really good. And it that doesn't make me feel great. You know what else does make me feel great? You let a guy get the final 14 points of the game for his team and couldn't stop him. Jalen Pickett down the stretch, tough. That's that's almost to me as egregious as that final possession where they just had five missed three pointers, which no one thought, hey, maybe I'll just drive in there and get a layup and then we'll see how that works. Maybe maybe we'll try that just to see if we can at least get out of this funk and then try to go. But that that letting Jalen Pickett get fourteen down the stretch at the end, not great. I agree, man. And that's all part of what you said earlier about finding a way to get some of these guys to their elder years where they've just had tons of minutes for you in your program and they're juniors or seniors or in the rare case, fifth year seniors 
which I, I hope the NCAA allows, by the way, after the pandemic year. I think that's cool how you should just get five years, but they need to recruit a guy like that, you know? They need... I, I was watching Sincere Harris, who's from Ohio. Heard about that guy, the freshman for Illinois. Uh, yeah. Really good player. Illinois storms back and beats Northwestern. That guy was... And he's a true freshman, by the way. But he was their energy, their spark plug guy, slapping the floor, doing the Steve Wojo, Steve Wojciechowski, and just getting his guys revved up, making a big stop on Boo Booey late. Just someone that can go and get that stop on the other team's score at the point in time. We don't have that right now. No, we don't. Uh, plenty more to get into today. It is Tool of the Week as well today. You can tweet us your tools at Man and Bone 971 We'll come back. We'll talk about a trade that Yarmo is definitely winning. Uh oh, because Yarmo wins every trade. He Yarmo. Just, he just he just is is taking a longer way to win this trade by currently the trade not happening, but it will happen, and I'm sure he'll win it because that's what every Jackets fan I've heard from tells me is that Yarmo is going to get it done. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find an accident on the north side of I-71 northbound near 5th Avenue. Blocking the right side, it is passable with care, but plan about a 15-minute backup as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring can be a headache. That's why there's Indeed, the hiring platform that removes the hassle, sponsor a job, and immediately get a short list of quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Friday's going well. Timmy Hall's filling in for Common Man today. Tool of the Week Friday. You can tweet us your tools at Man and Bone 971. Man and Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company right here on the fan. Uh, so, <laughs> Jackets last night. Got back to their losing ways, which we needed them to do. Get no points out of this <laughs> you're, game. You're so bad for them, man. Two to nothing to the wild. That's the way you needed it to go. You got it. You got to lose. You got to try to get that number one best odds for the number one pick. You got to lock up the top three guaranteed pick, which is what you get if you're the worst team in the league. Now it's that's not great consolation when you're actually going to the game and wanting to see this team play well. But you still have to. I I feel like you have to hope for that. At least that's where I am as a fan. But I saw that <laughs> it's not gone well for Yarmo in the last 24 hours if you've missed this. So the Jackets, it was thought, had a deal for a first and a third for Gavrikov. Yeah, this was a bad night, man. Just talk about losing oh. a game. It's yeah. not about the game they lost. This was a bad, well, was a bad losing night. The, losing the game, actually, I'll take it. But Fine, then, it's one game. Then it got, un- then it, it got undone. Games. It got undone yeah. because... Then Gavrikov, this deal they thought they had for him with Boston, falls through. Boston instead makes a trade with Washington for a defenseman. And so now you're not going to be trading Gavrikov to them. And they thought they had this deal done for a week, Timmy. Apparently, like, he's he's been a healthy scratch for a week. They've been keeping him out. Yeah. Yes, right. they've been keeping him out. That's how this works usually when you've got a losing squad that's looking to sell. One of their key assets that they know a team is going to give you some pretty good chips for Chip. going into the future. Yeah. Vladislav Gavrikov was that guy for them. Right. And now you're a week away from the trade deadline. It's March 3rd, which I believe is next Friday. So that's that's where this all has to get done. So there's still time to make a new deal but part of this, I want to say there was a whole nother thing with Chitron who's out there that Jackets want to bring him in, but apparently they need a first round pick to trade. They are not trading the one they're getting like or the one they have now 
their na- their natural first round pick, shall we say? Whatever that ends up being, top five, top three, top overall pick, top one. They're not yeah. trading that for Chitrin. They are going to try to move a pick they get in a deal, hopefully from Gavrikov. They thought they had that with Boston's pick, so now it's not just that deal that's screwed up. You may have screwed up another deal on this. So I I am quite sure Yarmo was not happy yesterday. And I'm quite sure maybe he makes a phone call to Washington's GM. Mm. But as much as I want to do the Yarmo impersonation of him calling in and saying, you piece of crap, you listen to me. Here's the problem. I don't think he calls up Washington's GM and that guy craps his pants. Whoever that GM is, I don't know. Make it up. Uh, Johnny. Idiot face. No. <laughs> Not John, Johnny Smithson. I'm just. I'm you're just looking going, at me. It's like you're. Now, I'm looking at you, and I only can think of your name. <laughs> That's great. I uh, don't even I, sound Canadian. I, I should have been a Canadian. I know what name. is I, the Capitals GM's name is. This Annie Hockhausen. Thank you. Or Johnny Idiot Face. One of the two. Anyway, it's actually Brian is, McClellan. Very normal sounding. <laughs> Brian name. McClellan. All yeah. right. Yarmo is probably not calling up Brian McClellan and invoking any fear into that man because he's probably just like, who is this again? Sorry. No, we're one of the good teams, so we don't really care if you're mad about it. Sorry. The good teams are now trading with each other. That's how that's working. So the the organizations that have been good the last few years, that's who's working out this deal, and the Jackets got screwed out of it. So sucks, but that's right now where we are. Maybe Yarmo will find another way. He has to. You have to get a deal done for Gavrikov. You've got to make this move, but it's not going to be a very easy situation at this point. Pretty big trade that went down between Boston and Washington. A lot of, lot of pieces moving back and forth in that one. Did they have a third team involved, too, I want to say? Something, I think Minnesota. Oh, yeah, Last the night, That's the right. team the that wild, was in town. The Wild were the other team. That's Boston right. get uh, like their cap in order as a result of, of the trades, and it was... Dmitry Orlov was the big chip for for this one. Yep. So uh, he's been a good player, been a long time Washington Capital, someone uh, not as hateable as old Tom Wilson. Mm. But well, yeah, that's what happened. It's and hard to do. Look, I I still believe that there's time to get something done, Bone. And you know, with with you got to you week out before the trade deadline. This should be one of the biggest focal points. Is obviously everything is looking to the future. It's cool to see some of the younger guys play some good hockey because the guys that are going to be around and be a nucleus of this team can say what you will about tanking for the draft picks. It's all concerning to me anyway because the percentages are just not that high if you're the dead last team. It's not like in this system you're guaranteed to get that number one overall pick. We've been there before. Seems to work out for the Cleveland Cavaliers a lot in the past, not so much for the Columbus Blue Jackets. So I, I for one, enjoy it when they play with a little bit of a spark and you see glimpses of what, oh, this guy can do this in the future for you. You know, oh, this guy looks like a solid blue liner. Like things like that are okay to me than just seeing them get drilled, you know, three, nothing four one night out and uh, night in for the rest of the way. Agreed. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really feel great about that, but what are we going to do? We're going to have to wait and see if Yarmo can pull some magic out of a hat, but, I'm quite sure Jackets fans will say it's it's all right. Don't worry. He'll he'll get a better deal. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. But let's not forget with Yarmo, this is what year ten that he's been on the job now, and you have one playoff series victory, a very mm. a great playoff series victory, one that we all enjoyed. You have one of those to his time here, and he's been the constant through different coaches, through everything else, players coming and going. He's been the constant 
and you have really no results to speak of. So no, and, and if you say that no, to, that Tampa series four nothing is is that's that's worth it. No, that's not. That's not a real. That was one time that Tampa fans forget. They forget. It's like, oh yeah, that was the time before we got it together and won our Stanley Cups. Thanks for reminding me. Yep, that was fun. And Toronto series where they won in the uh, play-in series, more or less, from the pandemic year, I want to say, roughly. Like, that. that is not, a, to me, a playoff series win. But if you want to split hairs, fine. Give them two. Still not great. Not great. I so. just would like to wake up one spring morning and the city's buzzing. You're in the Eastern. You're at, no, not no, this spring. No kidding. Yeah, <laughs> nothing for this spring. No Buckeye women's basketball. They're going to carry that. us Maybe through. Maybe them. Maybe them. They're going to carry us through. I just I want to wake up on like a May morning, and the city's buzzing. It's nice weather, and you're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. What would that be like? What would that feel like? We've had an NHL franchise for more than two decades now, and none of us have been able to feel what that feels like. A beautiful arena, a perfect setting, arena district, everything's great around there. I feel sad for the bar and restaurant owners down there. I know, and I know man. they do too, that they've never had something bigger uh, going on down there. Than a, yeah, than a second round playoff series. That's that's what they've had is a second round playoff series once where you've had that great that's that, yeah once pretty ridiculous that's it once that's Boston most, Bruins most playoff and and by the way that series everyone wants to say that was close it was not close it was it was close in the way that playoff hockey is close we're not used to it so we thought it was close Boston six they were no, all one goal margins until the last one I think right but what I'm saying is yeah they were close games on the score sheet but what I'm saying is. Boston was the better team in every little detail. Yeah, they were. Which They're is better. a they were a better team. Your let's, high let's water mark team. You were the eight seed. You that, were the eight seed, and well, you made all those. That's a whole you other thing. You wheeled and dealed. Remember, you wheeled and dealed to bring in Matt Remember Duchesne. They, they backed in, and you you made it in as the eight seed, they and it was like, in. holy cow, how could this be? They wheeled and dealed, and then the wheels almost fell off, and then they had to have the team dinner where they got everybody on the same page, yeah. and then they yeah. snuck into the playoffs with the best franchise team ever, the best team in franchise history ever assembled, and they went all in and got a playoff series victory out of it. Shocking when, one, but and when still. you When you beat the Lightning the way they did, our, our guy Triple H actually has this hilarious blow-up canvas that's on his <laughs> his wall <laughs> at his desk. It's that famous tweet that the or imagine the or an organization tweeting out something. They're so ashamed. Tampa Bay. They're so the ashamed the to lose out. to you. They wrote a paragraph about how unacceptable it is. And they're like, mm-hmm. I know you don't want to hear this now, and we get it. But we're going to do everything in our power to was, make sure that something like this never, ever happens it again. It was the Tim Tebow speech. Oh, my God. And what happened was the Tim Tebow speech and that one. They went out and win championships afterwards. They did. They backed Instead it up with here, a championship. Urban wants to build a statue to Yarmo Kekalainen. Yeah. Not really. They used the Tony Bennett motivation. Tampa yeah. Bay did. They were talking about UVA, losing to UMBC and coming back and winning it all the next year. Oh, my year. God. How embarrassing. Yeah, thanks for reminding me of that. I forgot well, about you that. Brought, you brought no, up I the know, jackets but I forgot about that. terrible. I forgot about that part of it. Um, we should all point and laugh at Jeff Bezos today. I'll explain next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find the east side of I-70 eastbound near Miller. An accident blocking the right side. Traffic is slow from the 71 east split. Keep an eye out for the police on scene. You'll also find a crash on the north side of I-71 northbound near 5th Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With affordable state minimum coverage, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Term supply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. Only an array with fan traffic. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. The only thing scarier than Bones and Allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday to you. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Tool of the Week coming up, 534. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Tweet us your tools now, at manandbone971. You could also, uh, I don't know if this will make it as a Tool of the Week, but for me, one of the Tools of the Week is teasing us with the first false spring of the year and then immediately slamming us with a 29-degree morning. Mm-hmm. A little 30-degree morning. Dude, At I, least the sun is out, though. Yeah, well, that's except true. For, except for I hate the sun, so no. I wish what it was is, behind some clouds. What is wrong? Why do I have to work with all these people who hate the sun? It just gets in my eyes. And then I you have, know, like, the blotchiness because my eyesight's not very good. Well, that's... Yeah, I'm sorry that you're the weak link. Yeah, if, if this, was, the, if this was the 1820s, <laughs> I would have died already because you know I can't see and right. I would have been blind for so long I would have fallen off a cliff. Not to sound like people who sell you supplements that are made to ward off aging and then, like, you know, they have infomercials and... I'm trying not to say too much, but they they also are the people who freak out about conspiracy theories all the time, like, the moon landing is real! I'm Alex Jones! But, can I just say, (laughs) we supposedly, humans being out in the sun, good. They say, like, with, and I'm again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical expert, don't at me, this is just what I've read on the internet, on places that seem to be pretty legitimate, like Outdoor Magazine had an article about this, where they said, we use sunscreen now because we stayed inside too long. Like what? Cause I always wondered how did people live for thousands of years? No sunscreen. Did they just all die of skin cancer? Is that what most people were doing? And yeah, the but ans- they didn't burn out the ozone layer yet. Well, that's so true. It's a little bit different. So that's a part of it. But they also said some of that is there. Like we have advancements in, in like sunscreen and stuff like that, that before we didn't have, even though the ozone layer was going away, and yet, people weren't dropping dead of skin cancer. And they point out that minimal exposure over time can make it better for your skin to where maybe you don't. So, like, not sit out there for four hours at the equator and just put on no sunscreen if you're, like, a pale Scotch-Irish guy like I am. That wouldn't be great. But if you, like, go outside and garden for 20 or 30 minutes during the summer and then come inside and then go back out that over time, if you do that over a period of months, can actually help you get that, you know, little bit of layer that you need that helps you enjoy the sun. Basically, that doesn't help me because I'm either outside for a tiny period of time 
or I want to go out for four to six hours and play golf. Well, that right. So I absolutely you need to that. have you some need, sunscreen. You do need the sunscreen then. Or else I return as a lobster. And it happens every time. And What's something uh, with my skin, even if I'm out at the beach for 30 minutes, I'll feel my skin start to sizzle. It'll start to boil. You feel it? Yes, I feel it. Do you hear it? I guess we have to take one for the team and just have our skin fry off so no, the next no, generation no, 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 no. can... can uh, re-evolve <laughs> like you're saying human de-evolution is complete now with our yeah. generation where we've stayed indoors for way too long that it's just it's over well, for us what they're saying is it's not over for bozo it is apparently we need vitamin what is it vitamin d you get d. from the sun yeah they say that's we the need, good one we need vitamin d we that's do good. need vitamin and d. we get it from in part the sun but they said to do that you can't wear like if you wear sunscreen you don't get the vitamin d what about on our hands is that enough Maybe <laughs> the sun on yeah, our hands. Yeah, get it on your hands. Yeah. Sure, that's a start. I My guess. Feet? Yeah, I'm My just toes? saying. Here's what I know. Now, whenever I see the sun out, I just run outside naked, just trying to get as much as I can. It's the winter. I've got no vitamin D. I've been I've been inside. I've been cold. I've been bundled up. I got to get out there and get some more vitamin D. That's what I know. Never really think about getting you know sunburned in the, the unmentionable places. Well, are you often really out my mind. with your? Are you often out with your unmentionables out? No, no, but I mean, clearly we have nudist beaches. We do. And I've just, it's never really come up as a topic of conversation. Well, you know what? I bet. I don't know. Sun burned on the wiener. It's just not great. That would be uncomfortable. Right. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if you go on like a subreddit for the nudist community. Maybe they there talk is, about this. Maybe they have some discussion of like, <laughs> folks, what do you do when you've got a dong with a bit of burn and they're like garber oh, that's burned let me tell you about the copper dong copper tone on the dong right <laughs> maybe tone. that's maybe that's what you dong have to do. point oh <laughs> sure i don't know these ins and outs of how that all works i'm not a nudist but if i was i would want to get that research done because that's the last place you want to be sunburn i would think and putting sunscreen lotion well you have to spray You'd have to spray. Be, Come that on. Would that not, would be highly inappropriate. That be, that's highly inappropriate. No. Not, no. Oh not allowed. That, you know what? Too hot. That's right, Teddy. <laughs> I agree with you. That's that's also Tim's skin at the beach. He walks out. And he's like, oh, it looks good out here. Eee-ya! Too hot. Right. And then it starts sizzling. It's not good. You don't want that. So, all right. Now we've... I, I didn't think we were going there, but yes, please, public service announcement. If you're going to a naked beach at any time in the future... Please put on the appropriate levels of skin protection. Whatever that means to you, do your best. I mean, because those are, they never see the light of day. But then again, if you're a nudist, it should be seeing the light of day a lot. Yeah, that's who you are. Well, now you've given me another thought, which is, so, like, I'm going to go to Colorado in August and going to be up in the mountains. Buddy of mine is going to run a race up in the mountains, and I'm going to be there. A nudist race? No, no, just a regular Oh, just regular. I hope, I mean... One can well, you're only up, you're up in the mountains. One can only hope that eventually nudity will be involved, but so far there's been no discussions of nudity. But what I do know is the altitude, it's like 9,000 feet elevation where we're going, and then he's going to run, you know, dozens of miles at that elevation. I'm going to walk around. But I did get me to think, you know, I probably ought to work on the lung capacity. He's like training super hardcore doing elevation stuff. You have to train at elevation if you want to run some of these races up in the mountains. Absolutely. Why do you think the Kenyans win most of the marathons? Well, they right, where they, they run, train. Yeah, the, they're training where, at where very high elevations. It helps them out at lower elevations. It's higher elevations. Exactly right. Some of the big training places for distance runners in the U.S. are in the same part of the country. 
there in like in the mountains of California. Those are places where they train for the like the Olympics. What did do you this do? have anything to do with the nudist discussion? It, it does. What what do you do if you're training like you're going on vacation to a nudist beach? But down there is going to be all pasty. How do you train yourself? Well, you have to go you... to the salon. You have to go naked to the salon <laughs> I for mean, enough weeks to get I ready to prepare. Which, I hope you're not out on the back porch. You need just... to get a good tan down there. I'm saying, right. Like you want to condition your body for the conditions it's going to experience on vacation so you don't get, you know, in a, in a bad situation. <laughs> How do you get a you good... You got to be careful with that is what I'm saying. You How... can't just go anywhere well, and start, you know, well, hey, this is for vacation. I'm just trying to get a tan. Think of the work that would have to be done to get an even tan. That's what I'm right because with a digit like that, like it's it's got to be in a lot of different positions. I don't to get the tan even. Are you talking about how people rotate where they're like on they're laying on their back and then they flip over? Right. There's many. I mean, so many things would have to happen Mm -hmm. to get that perfect. Well, I mean, I know there. This is something that ladies have to deal with more often, obviously, than men do. Where like you want to get a tan, like at a regular beach. You know, you'll see like tan lines with the they with they the, undo the, the, be- the back of the top on the and belly, lay on their belly. Yeah, yeah. right. And right. like that's because you don't want the line back there. But then there's at, nothing they can do when they lay flat on their back. No, at a non-nudist no. beach, there's that not. would be quite peculiar. Yeah. If we allowed the top to just laying on your back, just straight up to the sky. I'm telling there you, they go. The nudist community, I'm quite sure, has tons of things about this. Tons of things, and I wouldn't want to run a race. At the nudist colony. No. There are well, that, things that I'd combined, be okay. You've combined two things now. That's not, yeah, no. Well, I mean. That wouldn't be okay. That's what being a nudist is. It's combining everything with that into your daily routine. But there are some things that I think I would just prefer to be clothed at. Like, I can be a nudist doing XYZ, but if mm. we're running a 5K or something, oh, nudi- that's too no. much flopping and gyrating. It's just not good. 5K in the nude? No. Terrible. That would be. I would, that seems awful. You get to wear shoes. I'm assuming, right? <laughs> Maybe you not. Just, Why are you? How committed are you to being a nudist? Just Apparently, barefoot. Right. So then, I just wonder if you, if you, what if you combine nudist beach with 5K, where you're running on the beach and it's like naked Baywatch, except no one looks like <laughs> Baywatch. That could be a. That'd be bad. Anyway, fun segment. I'm glad we talked about that. We didn't talk about Jeff Bezos being weird, and we should make fun of him. But we can do that next. We'll get into it when we get back. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Uh-huh. All right, some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find an accident on the north side of I-71 northbound near 5th Avenue. Keep an eye out for backups in that area. And more slowdowns on the east side of I-70 eastbound near Miller. An accident blocking the right side. Police on scene. Traffic is slow from the 71 east split. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Term supply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. Only the NRA with fan traffic. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Tool of the week on your Friday coming up 534. You can tweet us at Man and Bone 971. And all of you who are listening via podcast, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you don't listen to the podcast, you can subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Just search Man and Bone or Common Man and T-Bone. That probably works better. But you can find that. Of course, the podcast brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. We appreciate them. But it's uh, this is the way to get the... If you don't get to listen to all three hours of the show every single day, as you are required to by law, otherwise go to hell. Uh, if you don't do that, the podcast is there for you. I recommend subscribing, even if you listen live, 
And then when you're like, that was really stupid. There's no way T-Bone said something as dumb as what I think he just said. That is the dumbest thing I've probably ever heard a human say. He probably didn't say it. I must have heard him wrong. You can go back and listen and say, nope, I actually will confirm he is as dumb as I thought. Like last segment. That what was, did I say? Oh, the, la- the whole conversation. The whole conversation the about. The whole last yeah. segment. Copper dong. Yeah, right. Not exactly. much about sports, just a lot about public nudity. Well, we hope, and by the way, I want to be clear on the nudists. I support you. So long as you are doing your nudism in nudist approved spaces where everyone else is cool with being nude. There's no like there's no drive by nudity that needs to be. You don't just show up and like, hey, it's a it's a flash mob. I don't know. know, Bone sounds like you're kind of putting them in their place. No, no. Saying, I don't I'm, want you to be nudist around me. I no, no. Be, hey, I am saying we're all, we have we're to be aware. We're, we have to, we're all nude. We're not all nude. We, we are. Have clothes, no, we have clothes on. Someone <laughs> decided someday to clothe us. I didn't That's make that fine. choice. The world told no, me to. You know who made that choice? We did. You're humans right. made the choice. Some humans. Some humans. That human wasn't me. Okay. But it's like some humans decided you can't just drive on whatever side of the road you want to for order and reasonable expectations when you go outside you go well if i'm gonna go this way down the road then i must stay on this side of the road and vice versa that's so we don't all get in trouble and go the wrong way like that's the same thing me heading off on the the wrong side of the road or i'm just gonna kill tons of people and they're all gone Mm -hmm. or i'm just walking around naked minding my own business timmy i mean now, I know people on the road I, what are going to see me, is, though. I think you're underestimating. So and they'll drive off the road. That's what I was going to say. You're underestimating how many people will have a heart attack when they see you fully in the nude and go, oh, my God. I had no <laughs> right, idea, right. Timmy it's a, it's a good and heart just, attack. It's a good not heart, a attack. heart attack. They're like, they're, yeah. they're thrilled to be dying, but they will still be dying. So that's why we have to keep the nudity at a prescribed distance well, in place. Well, we I, know it's coming. I don't know if you've noticed this, but there has developed... A, a bigger crowd has developed in front of my bay window recently. When you go running from when the sh- since, shower to upstairs? Since the, since the word has gotten out <laughs> about the run. Mm, yes, the naked run. Yeah, the, the, na- the naked run. If you're not aware, Tim from has... the downstairs bathroom up to the guest room Tim upstairs. has a shower in his basement. Must be nice. And he takes a shower down there, but doesn't want to... He leaves the towel down there to dry off, and then he just sprints naked up to the top and then gets to his clothes... No word on why he doesn't bring the clothes with him down there, but that's another story for another day. Film at 11. Um, why don't I do that? Yeah. I had to have a reason for that. Do why didn't bring know, the clothes why down there? I think there? you would know. That, do you not have a reason? Not, don't have enough hooks. Oh, that's don't the problem in that bathroom. I see. It's a smaller bathroom. You don't bring You've like got the, the, uh, the towel rack. I actually did, because the towel rack hasn't even been enough. It's not wide enough. I, it gets like one... Two towels max on it, but I use the oversized bath towel, right. so it really just fits that. I put a hook in there, but I'm using the bathrobe for that. Mm. Well, why not? Can I ask? Why not just bring underwear? Oh, you have a bathrobe? Why not wear that? Is that not allowed? You leave the bathrobe on the hook? You just what is the bathrobe even for at that point? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> this is a dumb. I guess it's so ba- dumb. I guess the bathrobe is just you know there what? in case I decide I want to wear it at some point. But I prefer this way. All right. I'm going to come take a shower in your basement and show you how to do it. I want you to take notes and see the right way to get this done so you never have to run naked through your house if you don't want to. I think you just want to, and that's fine. I need to it's take notes. It's your house. Watch the whole thing. Uh, Jeff Bezos has hired a firm to help him consider the bid for the Washington Commanders, your favorite team, Timmy. Uh, now, he has not submitted the bid, but I want to be clear on this. Uh, 
Dan Snyder has said he wants $7 billion for his team. I'm sure he'll get that or possibly more. But let's say it's around $7 billion. Jeff Bezos is worth $119 billion. Why do I say we need to make fun of Jeff Bezos, Timmy? It's because the equivalent purchase that he is looking for someone to help him with, as far as a consultant and an investigative group to decide, is this the right thing or not? That is the equivalent, monetarily speaking, if you had $100,000 in the bank to buying a $6,000 car. People buy cars much more expensive than $6,000 every day who maybe don't have $100,000 in the bank. And I don't think they hire a team of lawyers to vet whether or not it's a good idea. I'm just saying, yes, if most people were going to buy a franchise, oh my gosh, that might break you. That's your whole net worth that you guys are putting on the line there. Number one, Jeff Bezos ain't playing. He's not paying cash for this. He's going to use leverage his wealth absolutely to yeah. get a loan and do all that yeah totally just even like guys most that people rich. do even guys that rich right just yeah, like they're most not using their own they, cash when to they make go that buy purchase. a car right, right. you yeah. don't necessarily you finance it some people pay cash a lot of people finance even it. if you have the money there's yes. it, could, it could be smarter to you know keep your assets in one place here to but you know the the thing that kind of blew me away about this is you know jeff bezos as rich as he is the the NFL is so lucrative right now, and we all understand that. We all know it. We hear about the Super Bowl ratings. We hear about what these franchises cost when they go on the open market. And to actually put a what the example you gave would have been six percent of your yeah, assets. I that's guess roughly what this yeah, is. Roughly, is. that is amazing to me that there is actually something out there that expensive that <laughs> a guy like Jeff Bezos could. Attempt to buy that could be six percent of everything that he's got because that has to be a huge number. That six percent to dent a guy like Jeff Bezos who makes what is it like a million dollars a minute? Oh yeah, something like that. It's it's the amount that he makes, and I know his net worth. It can literally change by ten billion dollars in a few days. It can go up or down based on stock prices and everything else because he's got so many shares right in Amazon, but. It's it's wild to think that that amount of money gives even him pause when he's got $120 billion. And he right, had more than that right. before he got divorced. So I'm shocked that that's something where he's... Like, if, if, if he wants to be in the NFL, he's going to be in the NFL. I'm shocked that he feels like I have to do some big analysis of this. They'll give you all the paperwork. I'm sure Dan Snyder's got all the paperwork you want. You can get whatever you need from the NFL. They'll show you what the books look like. You'll get to know, but... At the end of the day, he's saying, no, I'm going to take my time, which again, like I said, is like someone with a hundred grand in the bank cash, just sitting in the bank, going to a $6,000 car in line mm. going, um, I'm going to hire a couple people to come and take a look at this before I even think about purchasing it. It's, it's a little odd to me. That's all I'm saying. On the football front, I just hope to God he's much, much better than Dan and that he cares about putting a winner out there and will let the people that know the business of it, right? they will do it. Well, here's what I know. Jeff Bezos, known for taking care of the little guy. So you're probably fine. <laughs> probably Okay, just fine. Uh, The Haslam's, in their stupidity, may have actually done something smart for once. I'll explain that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Billionaires should not expect. 
exist. Watch out for an accident on the east side of I-70 westbound at the 71 East Split. Traffic is stopping go from Miller as they work to get things cleaned up. About a 10-minute backup is expected. And that earlier accident has cleared from the east side of I-70 eastbound near Miller. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's. When you want the best deal and the best meal, choose Wendy's 2 for $6. Pick from the Dave Singles, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, 10-piece Crispy Nugs, or Medium Strawberry Lemonade. Pair any two for just 6 bucks. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's, 2 for $6. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Friday. It's uh, Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Tool of the week coming up, 534. You can tweet us your tools at Man and Bone 971. The best tool gets a prize, so that's always fun. Uh, Timmy, the Haslams have, uh, well, they've done lots of things I don't think are smart. You know, they changed the Browns logo when they first took the team over. They had then they had to walk that back because everyone revolted. They changed the crew logo when they took that team over and then everybody revolted and they ignored them and did exactly what they wanted to do anyway and patted us all on the head and told us how stupid we were. Either way, hey, by the way, the crew season starts off this weekend. Check them out here on the home of the crew, 97.1 The Fan. And I love the, I don't even know, it's a jersey, it's a, oh, that's a jersey. golf shirt. It's Feel this, Timmy. Feel this material. This is a actual Field level style jersey. So that they, they wore, wore that jersey one year. Thick, that thing. This thick. Yes, it's like a thick uh, golf. What am I right, looking Right, it polo. looks like a polo. It's it looks like a, like a golf it's shirt. Very heavy material. But no buttons. Nope. It's a pullover. And it's got the original crew crest. <laughs> Cardigan! Cardigan! <laughs> Cardigan! Yeah, exactly. It's a great one. It's a great. That's, right. that's a great joke from the past. That's good. I screwed that up. It's okay. That's fantastic. I love the MLS logo. That's nice. The old school the MLS logo. One. Yeah, I'm wearing, this is like a 98 ML, uh, crew sure. jersey that I it have on today. It. So I have the original logo on it, but that one or the circle logo, acceptable logos mm-hmm. for whatever it's worth. You is. heading to Philly tomorrow? No. No. I'll be uh, listening to it. be listening to it on the fan. You've seen that stadium on your way into Jersey, right? Yeah. Pretty well, little uh, park there. I haven't been to that. I haven't been through there since it's been built, but I know exactly where it is. We've been to that part of Philly before. Yeah. Like right there on the Delaware, like you're right. going over the bridge. Yeah. Is that actually Delaware that you cross into? It might be. I don't remember exactly what yeah, part well, it is, but it's Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Hey, states that are all kind of right there. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, what are your I thoughts know? on Dover, Delaware, Bone? I have none. Here's what I do know, though. Uh, the Haslams, they've screwed up things like I've said, but they may have done something smart. So here's what they've done. Uh, they way overpaid Deshaun Watson, in my opinion. Now, they had to do that to get him. He wasn't coming to Cleveland otherwise because he looked at them and said, you're stupid. I don't know if I want to play for you. And then they're like, how about we give you even more money than anyone ridiculously would think you should get? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that then. So he took that money, came to Cleveland with all the baggage. We know about all that. Now, Lamar Jackson's camp, supposedly, according to the Ravens, they are saying he wants a deal that guarantees the amount of money that Deshaun Watson was guaranteed. If you've missed that, Deshaun Watson was guaranteed $230 million. So makes sense to me. I mean, doesn't it? Lamar Jackson's done more in his career than Deshaun Watson has. He's better. Yes, and we talked at the time that that contract could reset the market for quarterbacks. I'm saying it's smart by being stupid in the sense that what if the Haslams have set the quarterback market so crazy for the NFL that someone is willing to pay Lamar Jackson that money, but it's not the Ravens. And then he leaves and is out of the division, and then you have not Lamar Jackson playing quarterback for the Ravens. That would actually be a good thing for the Browns. So 
Browns fans, Bengals fans, Steelers fans, all hoping Lamar Jackson decides not to keep playing for the Ravens, I would think. This has made this has made the quarterback market just really, really hot here. Like it's it's been so wild to watch this unfold where you're getting offered contracts for such insane money, but based off of this Deshaun Watson deal, guys are are forced to stop and think extra hard about that. Like, well, wait a minute, what am I worth? Look at what this guy has done. Look at what I have done. That's usually how this process goes. And I do get it how we've lived in a world where if you're good enough, because quarterback is such a vital position in all of sports, obviously, it's one of the biggest ones. You can't really win Super Bowls unless you have some insane team without a really high level QB. So if you get into that like top 10, top eight spot, you'll usually get the next biggest contract. You know, Kirk right. Cousins yeah. comes up. Typically, he would get the biggest money deal. And then if Aaron Rodgers comes up again, he'll get the biggest money deal. If Russell Wilson comes up, he'll get the largest deal. And the one that Lamar turned down, which was interesting, that was actually the second highest average salary per year ever. It would have been only second to Russell Wilson's $49 million per year, but he turned it down because of the guaranteed money. It was for $250 million, but only uh, it was $100 million less in guaranteed yep. dollars well, at one hundred and thirty-three. million. So- Interestingly enough, so Stephen A. Smith today on first take said that that number that's being thrown out by the Ravens basically saying that, you know, I'm, I'm guessing the Ravens or someone attached to them leaked that he wants more than the Deshaun Watson deal guaranteed, which is, again, $230 million. Stephen A. Smith is saying he connected with Jackson's camp this week and was assured that is not the case. Stephen A. said that they never asked for a fully guaranteed contract, and the number that the Ravens stopped at was $133 million guaranteed. So he is basically saying... 170 might get it not, done for it's me. It's not 230 that they need guaranteed, but it's, it's got to be bad. more than $133 yeah. million guaranteed. So we'll find out, right? But that is certainly... I, I don't blame anyone who looks at Deshaun Watson's deal, who's a good quarterback, top five quarterback, and I think Lamar Jackson qualifies, saying, well, I need more than what he's getting. Even if he didn't in this case, I think he'd be justified to ask for it. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson got that deal while he was in the middle of serving a quasi-suspension mm-hmm. from the league, right? Yeah. So, if your concerns are, well, is Lamar Jackson going to stay healthy? Sure, valid question. Deshaun Watson got that deal in an NFL where he was currently sus- not suspended, but suspended for off-the-field issues. The, pro- so, the, problem, the other problems that exist there that teams are hesitant on now is... Deshaun Watson, for all the reasons you just said, gets that money. That's weird to everybody. And then Russell Wilson gets this massive contract. Look at how he has completely fallen off a cliff. Oh, yeah. And it's just embarrassingly bad for that cost. I mean, agreed. if he was like the the 15th highest paid quarterback, okay, whatever. Then it's just another aging guy. Still would be a story because the Seahawks decided not to roll with him. And, you know, there was a gamble there with Russ, and he's losing that. I guess he's not losing the gamble because he got all of his money. But the, money. the Seahawks win, the Broncos lose. That's how that goes. But, uh, Bone, I, I wanted to ask you something. Coming into work today, this, this had me thinking about, you know, when you're in elementary school, middle school, and how much fun is it to go on a field trip when you're in that age, when you're... Well, this is, this is the type of this day. This is the time, kind of, right? Yeah, this where is the you day. Get, you get the field trip on a Friday. You kind of know that all week or all month or whenever it is that you, it's announced that you're doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. It's a great feeling when you walk into school and all, see all the other schlubs sitting in the class. And you're like, ah, you losers. You're going to be here all day. Yeah, I'm not. I'm Sign leaving. the permission slip. Right. And I was, I was doing the dad thing this morning and we had to go to the store because, you know, Jack's going on a field trip today and... 
they want you to have, you know, your disposable lunch, whatever. So you don't like, like, don't bring the lunchbox, brown bag it so we can like pitch yeah. everything when right. we're there. So had to go and do that stuff, pick out a bottled water and like got him a, a Gatorade G2, whatever, so we could have and fixing all that it's up. It's important and, that we get all the brand names in it. Exactly. Abso- what you absolu- bought absolutely. Right. Cause I'm, I'm paid he's by like many. A, he's like a NASCAR yeah. driver where yeah, he has man, sponsors yeah, on well, his backpack. It's sp- good. Yes. They, they've, they helped me. They helped me out so much. So, you know, I, w- I wouldn't be here if it weren't for them. <laughs> but he was going to Kosai today, and what a cool spot that is. What were some of your favorite field trips that you got to take growing up? Well, we did, Kosai was always good when I was a kid. Yeah. But we, of course, now again, I am a lifelong Columbusite, so I went to the Kosai when I was a kid that was not where it is now. It was the one more down, I mean, that one is downtown, but more in downtown off of Broad Street, I think is where it was. But that building Two things about it. One, they had like a glass facade over the actual building so that when you walked in, there was like a building inside a building, which as a kid, that just blew my mind. I was like, how did, how is there a building inside of this building? Right. I didn't understand what. So a lot of the were. natural light was was shining in to like the entrance way. Yeah, if you kind of meet around and then you'd go into the museum. Yeah. So and they had yeah. stuff out there like a space capsule out there. You walked in, you could look up and see like like something that was shot up into space with astronauts and it was just hanging up there, that kind of stuff. It was kind of neat to see. But then we would, it was a full day because you'd go in, you'd, you'd do the uh, rat basketball. They always had little uh, rats that would play basketball. Rats playing yeah. basketball? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they still have that there, but they used to have a little, it was like a plastic enclosure where they'd have little hoops that are rat sized mm. and they were trained they, they were showing you how like animals can learn, they get rewards for things and they can learn behaviors. And so they had, these rats had learned that if they put that little ball in the hoop, they could go get a piece of cheese or whatever they were did, giving them. Did their offense ever get stagnant like this Buckeye team? They, I'll tell you what, they, they ran a lot of the Iverson cut that just after okay, a while defense yeah. had started to get wise to it. Right, and they'd be right. like, just clog up the middle and you can shut these guys down. So that would happen. There was also the, um, I don't know how to put this tactfully. There was a way that, you know, you can you have a lump. It detects, you know, that lump. That, well, you might have a lump that shows that you have cancer. And so they had a display of this when I was a kid at Kosai, and it was it was a it was you won't like say a, it, huh? No, well, it was breast cancer and <laughs> testicular cancer yeah, were the yeah. two that they they had a little demonstration of. What would you do? They had a physical object that was like, um, I mean, it was not yeah, life. They were them. It was not lifelike. They were circles, but they <laughs> it was lifelike enough for like. I don't know, fifth grader to be like, that's, I got to go see what that is. So they had like hey, a Peter man, right? Channel they had, seven. They had the breast exam and they had a little punching bag for the dudes. So we would go over and mess with those. <laughs> and then, and then after that, we would walk across the street to the original Wendy's, which is no longer there. And D- that D's, huh? The original Wendy's location, which was downtown, which was amazing to be able to go in there. And it, when you got in, it just looked like, like a regular Wendy's, but it was the fact that it was that one. And it always, you knew at the end of this Kosai tour, we're going to go get Wendy's. And that was like, I think every kid who grew up in the 80s or 90s in Columbus that went on that field trip did the exact same route as I did. Rap basketball, touching the cancer testicular stuff, booby stuff, and then on to Wendy's we go. <laughs> that's what I. That's what happened every single time. So you went to D's after D's. Yeah. They, they, Pretty uh, good. They started posting up a teacher. To make sure that nobody would go over there when I was like, they were like, because uh, I would see like there's a kid in my pr- class. They'd have a protector. There was a kid named Jared in my they class who was, who was the one who would always go up first and like go mess with one of those, and then 
they would be like, no, no, that's no, not this year. And so then everyone kind of figured out they're not going to let us do that. I think they had a video too. Now that I think about it, I thought way too you much guys, about this. You guys are so immature. <laughs> we you were. should be. You should be ashamed we were, of yourselves. We were Christian school fifth graders. Yes, we were very immature. What's the? Unfortunately, we were very. I immature. guess it didn't work. What do you, you mean? Know? Oh, that all those like, teachings and, and no, just no. You were stick. still oh, completely no. immature. They couldn't. They Incredible. Couldn't, they couldn't unteach that. Shameful. That was, that was always just there. shameful. You can tweet us your favorite field trips. I love that at Man and Bone. I see those. Yeah, and I want to know yours too, Tim. So we'll get that when we get back. Plus, Jim Harbaugh thinks we're all stupid. We'll tell you why next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some backups in the north side of I-71 northbound near 5th Avenue. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. You'll also find some slowdowns on the east side of I-70 westbound at the 71 east split. An accident blocking the right side. That's a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With affordable state minimum coverage, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. Only an array with fan traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Man is kneading his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday to you. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Plenty to get to in the show. We've got Tool of the Week coming up 534. You can tweet us your tools now at manandbone971 if you would like to get in on the tool action. By the way, I mentioned... The crew season starts off this weekend. I've got my crew jersey on. Yes, sir. Old school crew jersey. Rocking that in here today. How's uh, Eloy going to be? Not playing. How is he going to be this season? <laughs> good. I hope good. He's got... So this is weird. This is a little thing that happened this week. Uh, it came out that Eloy Room, Eloy Room, the uh, goalkeeper for the crew, not available for this match because of green card visa issues. Now... This is weird because I've seen some reporting that says, hey, this isn't the crew's fault. What could they do? There's a little delay, a little hiccup with the visa process. So he's a Dutch international player, Mm -hmm. but MLS rules state that you can only have so many international players on your roster. Well, the crew were hoping to, they acquired an extra international spot. They were hoping to use that on hopefully a future player that is coming in. They don't want to use that on Aloy Room. They had factored into their plans that he would not be an international this year because he would have his green card. But unfortunately, the green card got a little bit of a hiccup to the process, I guess, or took a little longer than they expected. So because he's not technically, if he plays this game, they will count him on the roster as whatever he is at this game the entire season, I guess, is my understanding of it. So right now, he would count as an international spot. So if he plays... let that they, happen. They want no because they purposes. want they want to have the international spot open for a future player. I guess oh, they're hoping to bring man. in. So because of paperwork, and he had to go back to the Netherlands, I guess to sort some of this out this past week. So I guess he's back now. 
and he's just not going to be available he for just this didn't game. Get tra- he didn't get the training done in time well, or whatever to be ready to the, play the game. His paperwork won't be done by the time it needs to for this game. So as long as he doesn't play, he can then get that paperwork completed, get the green card. The game he plays where he has the green card, he'll count as a non-international and thus totally okay. But if he plays this game, then the whole season he'll take up that spot that they don't want him to take up. It's just incredible and very confusing. We're talking about a sport that hands out red cards and yellow cards, and we're talking about a green card, <laughs> which go. is completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Not related to all those other things. This, is, yes. this is wild, though. You would think that... You would think in an international sport... Yes. ...where this happens all the time. Yes. Not just in soccer. All sports. NBA. Major League Baseball. Internationals going NH- all NHL? over the place. NHL Even has Americans this? going international to play sports. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. This would you'd be ahead of this. You would think so. This is professional sports. I would think so too. Yeah. But apparently, apparently it wasn't. So. No, it wasn't. Now you got a your starting goaltender missing a key game. That's the okay. first game. That's okay. They also traded away the team captain two weeks before the season started. So Jonathan Mensa now playing for San Jose which I was also told is apparently somehow our rival at one mm. point. They MLS decided that, which is stupid. But How do you feel about your team, Bone? Not great, Timmy. Not great. Although, here's here's the... I will give you the, the, the high... Like, the upshot, the best case scenario for this team. High watermark for this yeah, team. Well, What's it going to be? It's Well, I was more or less saying the thing that I think gives them hope is they have a new head coach, Wilfred Nancy. Wilfred Nancy was very good in Montreal, got a team... That didn't play very well without him as their head coach. He got that team to play extremely well, changed the way they played. That gives me hope that he can take this roster and get it to play better than what it did last year. One of the biggest problems the crew had last year was giving up goals after the 75th, 80th minute of games. One of his hallmarks was getting his team to play a much more measured style that did not overexert itself, did not get to a point where... 70 minutes in, you've gone crazy, and now the other team's just bombing up and down the field on you because your guys are all gassed. I don't think you're going to see that with this team. So very different style from what Caleb Porter was, the former coach that had to go because they missed the playoffs a couple years in a row. Rightfully so, had to let him leave. Wilford Nancy, I think, will be a good coach for this team, but it could take half the season for him to get the system kind of the way it needs to go. And you're starting off with a team that was in MLS Cup last year in Philadelphia. So it <laughs> tall order. To start off the season. So, yeah, anyway, that's coming up tomorrow. See how it goes. Well, they, I mean, they got we'll guys. See how it goes. They got dudes that are electrifying on the pitch, though, in terms of scoring. So, yeah, they bring some excitement. Cucho Hernandez, this Cucho is his, first, Lucas, his yeah. first full year. You know, if we could see what that's he right. could do for a whole season, he came in last year. So, yeah, all the coverage here on the fan, inside the crew, you'll hear that here on the fan all year as well with our guy Chris Dorn, who does the play by play. So, all that coverage is still here on the Fan, obviously, you can listen to Bone and Beam United, our soccer podcast that I and Brandon Beam do. We did our crew season preview this week, so if you want to go check that out, it's there for you wherever you find podcasts. All right, let's talk about Jim Harbaugh. He had a quote this week where he said, someone asked him about the job at Michigan, and he basically said, I'll be here as long as they'll have me. Which to me is, sure, Jim, unless another NFL team calls you up next year in the offseason is like, hey, we think you could be our head coach. And then what are you going to do? You're going to take that interview. You're not here as long as Michigan will have you. You're here as long as no one in the NFL will have you. And I just think for him to act like no one else is aware of that is stupid. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous that Jim would say something this way. I heard some of the comments earlier. And, uh, I mean, come on. This is you 
taking a look around. At first, it was trying to leave Michigan so I could maybe get out of Dodge before it all went bad. Now that you have beaten Ohio State and you've won the Big Ten Championship back-to-back years, you are still looking for a chance to go back to the NFL. Everybody knows it. Everybody sees it. And by the way, I mean, clearly this guy was successful with the San Francisco 49ers. He has one of the better head coaching records for that amount of time spent in the league that you're going to find. So I understand it. It's just... It's been a little bit annoying. I can't even imagine what we'd be saying if that situation were going on here in Columbus. If it was Ryan Day playing it the exact same way. There's just, he's not getting the PR side of this down, right? To match what's actually happening. You can take calls, right? This is the real world. If you are successful at the college ranks, obviously a guy that's spent time in the NFL Teams would be more inclined to take a look at you because the previous success at that level is there. And we don't know how guys like Urban Myers, who did, who have done everything at the collegiate level, are going to translate. I just, just say, yeah, you know, phone might ring. You know, I might, I might listen to some opportunities, but right here, right now, you know, everything is uh, fully committed and fully focused on Michigan football. Just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. Stop taking the bait on all these questions and just leave it at that. Our gal, uh, Jen Winters, who was just here yesterday, she tweeted in talking about field trips that we uh, took in the past that in our many years of going on school field trips. Mm-hmm. She said, my high school humanities class was supposed to go to the Renaissance Fair. Wow, that's nice. But when we got there, the buses were getting stuck in the parking lot, which I'm guessing was muddy and gross. So she said, we went to the Jeffersonville Outlet Mall instead <laughs> for a school field trip. That's great. Jeffersonville outlets. Let's go shopping, kids. Oh, that's Welcome beautiful. to education. That's well, we fun. Can, I like it. We can it. teach kids about, you know, percentages and, oh, this yeah. this item costs, you know, thirty nine ninety nine and is 15% off. So yeah. tell me how much this costs that's great. now. Like, you use your power to you know find out the you percentages. You know what's weird? I'm now remembering our senior class, for some reason, we had a day where, like, if some of us tested out of some exams, some final exams... We got a day to just get out of there. And I think they took us to the Jeffersonville Outlet Mall. Because I remember walking around in one of those CD stores where they had all the like discount CDs and buying Three Doors Down. Hitting up the bin. I bought a Three Doors oh, Down album. Kryptonite album? Yeah. That's exactly the one. Yeah. That's when that, I think it was out that year. Yes. But wow. anyway, yeah. Wow. Core memory unlocked. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. I appreciate <laughs> that. More of your field trip stuff. You can also tweet us your tools of the week. Uh, we'll take a break when we come back. Something. What do I have here? Oh, yeah. Russell Wilson. He's dumb. He may he may have had the worst year in sports history, or at least one of them, because now he's taking L's everywhere. We'll explain that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy backups expected on the north outer belt of 270 eastbound after Route 315, an accident blocking two lanes. Please be careful. Traffic is getting by on the right side only. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but heavy stop and go traffic is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by KFC. Kentucky Fried Chicken Wraps are here. Crispy, crunchy, and wrapped in a warm tortilla. Grab two for just five bucks. Available in classic or spicy slaw. Only at KFC, that's finger licking good. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Happy Friday to you. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. He'll be back on Monday. You can tweet us your tools for the Tool of the Week on Fridays is what we do. At Man and Bone 971 is the handle to do that. And I got to tell you about my friends at Valley Ford of Columbus, formerly Roush Ford. I was just out there yesterday at the dealership because like I told you, I'm, I'm telling you they've got the selection out there. It's one of the you know great things about having this partnership with them. I go over there. I like to check and see what's in stock. Because as you may know, if you look for a new car recently, a little difficult over the last few years to find that inventory. They've got it at Roush Ford right now. Uh, Test drove a Ford Edge. That was, or uh, sorry, an Escape. That's what I drove. But they have Edges there. They have the Escapes. They have a ton of F-150s, Broncos, Broncos Sports. They're all there. So go check them out. See them this weekend. ValleyFordOfColumbus.com. If you can't get there and you just want to look at the selection, it's all there online for you. Talk to my guy, Jerry, out at the dealership. A knowledgeable sales guy, Tim, who's been selling cars longer than I've been alive. So Jerry's the guy to go talk to if you want to. Derek, the sales manager, help you get, he'll take great care of you too. ValleyFordOfColumbus.com. Check him out today. So, Timmy, that was my little field trip I took yesterday. We were talking about field trips. Your son's on one right now. What field trips did you take when you were a kid that you enjoyed? Well, the, the first few that stick out to me, they always consisted of going to Washington, D.C., Right, like being from, and I know you got to take a trip out there, right? Which being from Ohio, yeah, we always had eight had to grade. be an overnight type Our school, of deal. Yeah, it was like a three. It was like a multiple days, like three or yeah, like yeah. three days. Maybe we were out there, but yeah, it was always eighth grade that got to take the the DC trip, right? So it's not a permission slip; it's like a permission packet. There's oh, like yeah. multiple pages to it. Yes, You're crossing yes. state borders and all that. We did do the Gettysburg field trip, and. I don't remember a ton of stories about that. It wasn't like the episode of The Office or anything. It was more of a, a normal trip to Gettysburg. And it did consist of, you know, parking that big yellow school bus in a McDonald's later on. And I remember why, why you are so excited to go to McDonald's after you're doing something of such historical significance always astonished me. But when you're of that age and you've been hoofing it for a long day and learning so much, right? Like it can get a little boring learning all this information. You just want to get a Big Mac or some nuggets and fries and then head back down to Northern Virginia. The the trips to D.C., uh, Mount Vernon, George Washington's place. Yeah. Right. That was we, a big we one. that when we were there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So a lot, a lot of these field trips, I remember I was always the, the kid that would get a stomachache. I don't know if it was nerves or whatever. Really? I would always be the kid that had to like throw up somewhere on the trip. <laughs> oh. Like that would happen to me. I, I don't, I got to tell you, I don't think we had a kid like that on you our- You didn't have a throw up guy? We didn't have a throw up guy. Yeah, you, that you was were me. The designated, so like Did every, it amount for, yeah, most of every them. Every time. And then I would usually wind up, and this is when I was younger, like if you're talking like maybe Jack's age, late elementary school, like fifth grade, maybe like between fourth and sixth grade, because we hit up Mount Vernon. And that was a big walk around one. And I remember I got messed up by some rock candy. So it might have been more of the disgusting original flavored rock candy from the Mount Vernon gift shop. What is original? More so, I don't know what original flavored rock candy like, is. Like, no, it's got, it's no flavored. So it's just, just rock the sugar. Candy. It's like the, it's the just, clear. Yeah. Stay away from it. That's disgusting. That's the Everclear yeah. of rock candy. If you're going to do rock candy, don't get like the opaque white 
kind, get like grape or cherry or some kind of flavor to Interesting. it. Interesting. So it might have been the rock candy more than nerves. And I remember the Baltimore Aquarium was also a, a fun field trip, a very cool sight to see. But I also threw up on that trip. And I always remember the teachers, they would have to inform your parents, right? Oh, Anytime yeah, anything up. medical happens to you, sure. even if it's just, I threw up, big deal, you know? And then mom and dad get to find out about it. And it's like, oh, you know, why were you so sick? Why did you throw up? And you're like, I don't know. I wish I could tell you. I just did. Yeah, maybe it was like, maybe you got a little bit of nerves going where you were just so excited. And then I'd, I'd get that sometimes when I was super excited about something where I'd get a little, like a little sick to the stomach, but never to throw up. Just, I would feel it like, oh, I got butterflies or something like that, but never like, oh my gosh, I'm going to puke. I better find a bathroom or something. That's interesting. Yeah, puking guy. Maybe it was an, maybe a little uh, anxiety. Did you ever have like uh was it the bus ride or anything? Do you think that did anything? No, it wasn't the bus ride. I do know that you know the exciting part about going to Gettysburg now that I'm thinking about all these again. Gettysburg was charter buses. Oh yeah, so right. A right. lot of these like if it was from Northern Virginia, we were about only 35 miles away from Washington, D.C. So it would be the yellow school buses. Mm -hmm. You know, hop on those yellow school bus ride, even getting on Interstate 95, heading up to D.C., whatnot. But the Gettysburg trip, since that was up in Pennsylvania, clearly, we had the charter buses. And that was just the coolest thing ever. Might have been the first time I was ever on when you're like, oh, wow, the front of the bus is flat. Oh, yeah. It's and it's, like, and it's lower. The driver's yeah, like yeah. down there down, and then you're way there. up high. Then we get, there's a bathroom on the back of this thing. Are you guys kidding me? Like, it's a great spot to throw up in. It's fantastic. <laughs> like we you, got the TV. That was your, you know, yeah, that was your consideration at all times. Great spot to throw up in. I like that. I, uh, is this you on the bathroom, by the way? Is this what you sounded like? <laughs> is it just Timmy going to any field trip? Just, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Good. That's um, me. So I remember now that you brought that up, when we went to D.C., the movie we watched all the way out there and all the way back by request was Sandlot. Like our class was like, we're watching Sandlot. And so great choice. Now, I want you to paint the picture here because I went to a Christian school that had in my graduating class, 35 kids. This was in, this was in Whitehall. It was not like I went like we were in some rural farm community. You just... It was a tiny little Christian school that I went to. And so our class, half the people in my class, I went to school with from kindergarten through 12th grade. Like 15 of us at graduation, they gave our parents engraved pens saying, thanks for giving us tuition for 13 years. <laughs> Basically, here's a pen. But so I knew these kids from kindergarten all the way up to senior year. So eighth grade trip in, if you've watched Sandlot, what is it when he's describing the ball going over the fence, right? He says it goes away forever. And so in our classes, all the way up till senior year, if a teacher says something about, well, that blah, 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 forever, someone in the class would be like, forever. Like we'd always do it because of that eighth grade trip. Everybody's doing the squints. Yes. Oh, yes. We all had to, Wendy Peppercorn was big at our school for the guys. Like we were all big fans of hers. So yeah. I, mean, I can was, see that. Yeah, of course. So it was fun. Did you see the photo of those two recently? No. They look the same. Really? Yes, well, I, I mean, I would do. hope the do. kid doesn't look the same, does he? I know that the... Um, no, Squint. I'm saying Squints and Wendy Peppercorn looked basically the that. same. Like, it was it was hilarious to me. Well, the uh, the guy who played... Who was the guy who played the, the fat kid who was the catcher? 
Yeah, uh, like what was I, that character's name? I don't remember a character's name, but that kid. Right. The the nickname was the Great Hambino. Yes, yes. I don't yes, remember right. what his name is in the same lot, but yes, he went on to do the Big Green. And he went yeah, on to do some yeah. other movies. So he's like on TikTok now, and he's I saw he's kind he of did a big that deal. he did that NFL Fox NFL Sunday dance, right? Right. He was yeah. on with some of his boys doing that. The- My gosh, I just saw this Squints and Wendy Peppercorn thing. You're right they they barely aged. It's pretty I'm, good, right? That's that's been bizarre. planning it for years. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he just life. looks at her, like the music's playing. And he's just like, whoa, wow, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just can't stop. One of the all-time great lines. Stop oohing and on at the pretty girl, the All lifeguard. Right. Well, we got to talking again and forgot to talk about Russell Wilson. Who cares? So now he we'll sucks. Do, we'll do that next. He we'll sucks. talk about Russell Wilson. And he does suck, but we'll tell you why he sucks next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic. Traffic Center. Killing me, Smalls. Watch out for an accident blocking two lanes in the north outer belt of 270 eastbound after Route 315. Traffic is bumper to bumper in that area. Keep an eye out for the emergency crews that remain on scene. About a 15 to 20 minute backup is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Chain. To Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and have you back on the road faster than it takes for your fancy designer half-calf, heavy cream, no mocha latte to get cold. Just sit back and relax while their fast-friendly team does all the work. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Off topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday to you. Tool of the week coming up at 534. You can tweet us your tools at uh, Man and Bone971. That is the Twitter handle, by the way. Almost forgot it. Uh, a couple things to keep in mind tonight at 6 p.m. The women's basketball team is taken on Maryland at home. That is senior night. Taylor Mike Sell, I know, is getting honored there. Of course, she's been tremendous for this team down the stretch all season long. But that game is at six. You can hear that with Matty A, Matt Andrews, calling the action on 1460 ESPN or the fans HD2. Also, not on the fan at all tonight, but if you would like to see Common Man in his episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with Guy Fieri, that is on the Food Network tonight at six. So, Is that really? Yeah. I'm serious? not kidding. That is, You can actually watch that. I Are those not on demand? Like, if you have one of the streaming TV services, maybe couldn't you just it, go and grab is. any episode of Well, all I Triple know is, D? if you're someone who wanted to see that and you've always wondered, like, I've never seen him on Driver, He because uh, our guys at Loops here in town, mm-hmm. great spot. Just went there last week. Yeah. Took mom and dad there. They loved it. It's fantastic. Chicago-style food. But they, they do the dogs. They do the Euros. It's great. But they were on with Guy Fieri, and Mike was in the audience shots when they, you know, have the people who are like, oh, it's great. I love it. And what's his favorite line, Ted? Do you, do you have that by chance? It's the Jardinier, right? Yeah, it's the Jardinier. I mean, I can uh, see the Jardinier that makes it. No, you don't have it. It's okay. While you're looking that up, I just, I just realized that I don't know where it is either. So. How many episodes do you think there are of Triple D? The oh. Jardinier is what makes it. There, there it makes it, baby. There is what it makes, makes it. it. Yep. Um, I'm going to say 300. 300? I have no idea. 1,113? Oh my gosh! Oh, my, oh my! I mean, that is tremendous. I mean, I are, no you ki- are you kidding me? Like how? How's how it is even, it that many? How's that possible? Well, it's been going on since 2007, and then it blows up through the years. It's just it's crazy, man. Oh my! I, I, here's what I need to know: is how many. Is is Guy Fieri buying an NFL team? Because he's got to be a billionaire at this point, right? 
The guy saw him at the NBA All-Star game. Well, he was yeah. hanging out. Yeah, he's he goes big, all that stuff. He's a big shoe guy. I know he loves to go in and buy all the high-end stuff, but like Guy Fieri has all these TV properties that he's on, right? He also does the restaurants. I mean, he was a chef before that. He launched a bunch of restaurants, all that. We're looking at going to the Smoky Mountains in the uh, spring break around that time. And what is there? There's a Guy Fieri restaurant you can go to. Like he's got them in all these different spots. How much money has this guy made? It has to be it's hundreds of millions of dollars. It's crazy. I, I'm getting I'm getting disputed numbers on this. This tells me 419. I think this would be an easier figure to find because there's been different variations, million? I guess. 419 shows. Oh, oh actual oh, okay. episodes. I thought you were saying he's it, got 400 million dollars. It's it is like one of those types of shows that you understand how it's never ending. You know, there's so many there's so many places to go in the US of A and checking out it, it was a brilliant concept. You know, it's easy to see. Why the show is so ultra successful. You put this colorful guy, right, that just loves food and the personalities there, all the catchphrases. And it's just what's fun to do is also if you're going to go visit a place is to and you don't know where you're supposed to eat or what are the local hotspots. It's an easy thing to do to just go to their website and find out if there was a, a diners, drive ins and dives episode and just hit one of those spots yeah. that might have been featured. I used yeah. to do that with man versus food. And then. That dude just decided to scream and yell at teenage girls or something yeah. for some reason. I forgot about and he, that. Yeah. Ended his career. But Adam Richman. Adam Richman. Yep. It, I don't know. Did it end of his career? Is he still on TV? It feels like he still found a way to stay on TV. I think he I, did. What's he? I could what's be he wrong. done? I don't know. I, I haven't seen him in anything. Okay, maybe not. Uh, by the way, Russell Wilson. We've been teasing this, so we should probably talk about it. Russell Wilson got traded to the Broncos. You may remember, and then he sucked this year. He was awful. But apparently the Athletic has a story. They they have sourced this, and they say that uh, he requested that the team fire Pete Carroll and general manager John Schneider before they traded him to the Broncos. So he has denied this and said, I never wanted them fired, um, and that Pete Carroll was like a father to him and all this stuff. But supposedly, according to the sources, Wilson was convinced that Pete Carroll and John Schneider were inhibiting his ability to win additional Super Bowls. And individual awards. Um, the quarterback preferred had had a replacement in mind, which was, ironically, Sean Payton. So, good news for Russell Wilson if that's what he wanted. Yeah, if that's true, bad news. That's your head for coach Sean now. Payton. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that he has maybe. Russell Wilson as his quarterback. We'll yeah. see if he can work some magic. And again. Did, did Sean Payton ever seem to get overblown to you about him coming oh, back to the league? Yes. The like he's way. the only guy that knows how to be a successful head coach. He's won a Super Bowl. Like, well, I get it. He's fact, well, got yeah, a good that's, record. That's important. It is. But yeah, it is. They're, I it mean, was also they, in 07 or whatever. What are they paying him? 20, $20 million? Yeah. It's just, that's what I'm talking about. It's not that, it's not that Sean Payton he's not isn't a, bad a coach. successful coach. You ask me as a commanders fan, would I want him as head coach? Yes. Sure. The answer is yes. Sh- certainly. But you talk about for the right price, and it's just how big of a deal we would always make well, about him. That's that what idea I'm of all like, saying. Well, Ron Rivera is not a bad coach by any stretch of the right, imagination. He's a, regu- he's a very okay coach. That's what he well, is. He's almost right down the middle. Well, but I was saying, like, am I wrong? Ron Rivera, did they get a team? Did he get a team to the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah, right, he took. Okay. It was Panthers it was the MVP he, year for Cam Newton. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I'm not wrong. So I'm saying, like, he was in the game. They didn't win. But does that make him, like leagues beneath Sean Payton. He got to a Super Bowl as well, just didn't win it, which of course I know matters for records and things like that, but the idea that Sean Payton is just this, he's going to fix everything for your team and he's worth $20 million, I don't see that at all. Uh, The other part of this that's interesting, they say, according to this Athletic article, 
Russell Wilson had an office uh, when he was in Denver. Like when he got to Denver, he requested an office and was given that last year. No word on if he's going to have that this year, but apparently he had like motivational quotes on the wall and a bunch of different playbook pages that he thought were important and and the private coach and then sean payton comes in and says i don't know anything about that but that ain't gonna be going on that's not (laughs) happening that ain't happening he's not gonna be in this facility they're saying that when wilson placed the request to fire the coach and the gm that was february of last year and then within days of the call top team officials in seattle said we got to do something about this dude and they and they traded him and russell's denying it yeah, he and, denies it. Uh, you he know, says like he never you would. would. But I, you know, the athletic is not going to completely fabricate a story. There was some source at some level. Well, source said it. I understand that Russell was going to come out there and deny it because he can, yeah. especially how this looks on his behalf. I don't know if there's any building Russ back up for the people that are already out on him. I mean, forget about him as a football player. He is just. He is such a strange dude, you know? Yeah. And just the things that he has done, whether it's just the Mr. Unlimited, you know? and People are allowed to be how they want to be, but when you combine that with you're a football player and you're making so much money, and not only are you not winning, you're not even okay at the moment. Right. So you're making more money than anybody else, and you're not even okay, and it's like you said, you you feel... You're appearing like you're the guy that has all the answers. You're the dude. It's not. It's anyone else's fault but mine. It's like this. We got to fire this GM, fire the coach. I'm not going to wear the wristband because I know what's up. I know how to get the job I'm my done. Own personal coach. You need to make right. the team better around me. I'm good with everything. Yeah. Maybe you're not. Like you're. You've been a good quarterback, but. Are you this elite best of all time, dudes? Well, no, I don't, and no. I don't know how you can be a leader of no. a team of guys where you feel like a bunch of special carve outs have to be made for you. But, you know, again, you can say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers because he wants some of that same stuff. He doesn't want to have to do some of the practice things that you're asked to. And yet we make excuses sometimes for these quarterbacks if they're really good. Russell Wilson will get the excuses made for him if he goes out and wins this year. I don't think he will. But he, yeah. if that happens, he will get all the excuses made that, yeah, well, it's worth it because he's that good. Yeah. I just don't think, I'm with you, I don't think he's that guy anymore. Now, we'll take a break. We come back. Uh, we will get to plenty of other things. Tool of the week, of course, 534. And Ohio State football, it's got its work cut out this this week? No, this year. We'll talk about that as the schedule looks pretty tough. We'll get into that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still blocking the left lane of the north outer belt of 270 eastbound after Route 315. This accident blocks the collector ramp after 315. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but traffic is bumper to bumper and still continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's. When you want the best deal and the best meal, choose Wendy's 2 for $6. Pick from Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, 10-piece Crispy Nugs, or Medium Strawberry Lemonade. Pair any two for just 6 bucks. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's 2 for $6. Only NRA with fan traffic. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week coming up, 534. You can tweet us your tools now, at Man and Bone 971. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We have got plenty more to get to. I saw this story, Timmy, about how the Buckeye schedule next year is just very difficult. So we'll, we'll talk about that. I also saw this, uh, actually... Mike sent us this last night in a little group chat because he was apparently looking up Teddy. I don't know 
baseball stats, or he just somehow this popped up in his feed and he yeah. had to share it with us. That's what he does. Must you know, be nice time, yeah. Yeah. to be included in a group chat. <laughs> that and Instagram to have That's friends. Right. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does like the Instagram. There's uh, good things he finds on there, Timmy. He's yeah, we we're aware of that. Um, <laughs> he's turned into evil bald Colin. No, no, <laughs> the surpassed, surpassed yeah, by way, far, way past, way, way past. past. All right, so this is Good. from uh, Codify Baseball. Okay, um, these are just a couple of tweets that they sent out. One of them is this: one Major League Baseball team hit 200 plus home runs in 2014. One Major League Baseball team, 200 home runs or more. Okay, 2014. I have no idea who that team is. Doesn't matter. In 2019, five years later, 24 Major League Baseball teams hit 200 plus home runs. I was going to guess it was a big jump. Yeah, it was. So that is that's just mind boggling to me how the sport has changed. Do we know if that went up to almost all of the teams last year? It may have. It may have. <laughs> like I don't know. All but one or two. But that's five years. You had one team that did it versus 24 teams that did it five years later. Now. This is also from Codify Baseball on Twitter. MLB teams hitting under 240 as a team for the entire season. So the team batting average under 240. From 1998 to 2009, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say prior to 1998 too, there weren't a lot of teams doing this, but from 1998 to 2009, zero teams in Major League Baseball had a team batting average under 240. 2010, there was one. 2011, there were two. 2012, it went up to five. 2013, it was five. 2014, it was four. Then all of a sudden, 2015, 16, 17, it was zero, one, and one. And I wonder if that has anything to do with the Royals being really good around that time where they were like, they were the put the ball in play type of team and everybody maybe kind of mimicked that for a couple years. But then 2018, we get right back to it. Eight teams were hitting... As a team, under 240 in 2018. Last year, or I'm sorry, 2021, it was 12 teams hitting under 240. Again, 2009, no teams were doing this in None. Major League Baseball. None. 12 in 2021. Last year, 14 teams had a team batting average of 240 or less. The whole, not one guy, not a few of their power hitters, Every the whole team's combined batting average under 240, half of Major League Baseball had that last year. Could that have anything to do with maybe why some people have turned a little south on the game, right? Absolutely, that, man. I mean, I would think so. It's a different game that you're watching these days. Yeah, and uh, the 200 home runs, I'm looking at that right now, seven last year. Seven teams hit 200 or more home oh, runs. Oh. It's interesting how this stuff fluctuates from year to year, and baseball is such a technical game, and people of a certain age right it's it's tough to see the game change so drastically right Right. to how you knew it and both in terms of offense and hitting for average versus hitting for for power the rise of striking out right not not working the pitcher and creating long at bats right i think that's why there's so many fans of jose ramirez you know, yeah, yeah, Guardians yeah. fans or otherwise, just because the way that guy plays the game, he feels like a throwback player. But you see that 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 also just works. That works. Getting on base works. Hitting doubles, right? Hitting the ball on the ground, using your speed. The way the Kansas City Royals won their world championship, which was great for them. Somehow a small market team. You thought that, you know, them getting a beaten seven 
by the Giants was the end-all, be-all. You had your chance gone. They got back the next year and did it, playing that small ball style that was just different from the way the whole game was trending. And I get it. It is it is a little bit frustrating to see everything become so all or nothing. Yeah. Stylistically, it's just it's so jarring for you know a game that everybody... It, it's hard to find anyone that grew up a big sports fan that didn't spend any time playing Little League Baseball. Yeah, or have at right. least a three to five year stretch where right. you actually played it before you decided, oh, it's for me or it's not for me. It's almost something that you and I were in our upper thirties. You play oh, baseball. Yeah, I played, you played yeah. baseball. That's right. just like the way it was. You, you played, played baseball, baseball and you liked you probably, it. You probably played baseball and another sport. Yeah. Was kind of how I grew up. And then that other sport may have been the one you stuck with, or maybe you stuck with baseball. But like, I mean, now, and there are still plenty of kids doing that. There are plenty of kids playing baseball, playing soccer, playing basketball. Like seasonally, they switch around to whatever one it is, football. But yeah, baseball, definitely the way that game has changed so much. And now you see it. I've, I've told the story before, like being at my kids' youth soccer games, where they are, there's also baseball fields. And I've walked by and seen some of the practices when our kids are practicing soccer. And I'm just picking up things here and there. And you just see every kid there, it seems like, has a swing where they're just, they're trying to hit the moon. And it's like, I mean, and the coaches, when they do like get good contact, they're thrilled. But if they just hit a little dribble or something, they get on to them about like, come on, man. Contact, power, you know, sweet well, spot. Right. They're, it's very much more about getting as much of the bat head in the zone as quickly as possible to then launch that thing. As whatever. opposed to you got to, you know, shorten up your stance or whatever you got to do to try to get the bat on the ball. That kind of stuff doesn't seem like it's being. Again, that's anecdotal. That's just me seeing that. No, I get where you're at, around, man. But it's weird. It's and you'll see this differently in in different sports too i think in basketball obviously steph curry has come along and it has triggered this era of kids who just want to shoot it right and i think that's good what i think is good is evaluating a kid on his strengths right yeah everybody's going to have strengths and weaknesses you might be that frank thomas dude right who's not going to be quick around the bases you should play first base develop that glove there to the best of your abilities, learn how to scoop it and pick it, right? Pick a machine, right? It's Frank yeah, out there doing sure. his thing. And then bat and clean up. And you're a six foot five tank who's 270 pounds. Yeah. We should use you to try to get RBIs and hit balls deep into the outfield, if not over the fence. But of course. not everybody's built that way. And you're kind of right. It seems I'm sure different places you go, you will get the sense that the game just being taught the same no matter who you are or what you are, but everybody's built differently. Yeah. So you should focus on that. Some guys are speedsters and yeah. they're going to be the quick guys and great gloves. And that's, what's great about the game. It's yeah. And, it, and I don't know, I'm not against it evolving, but is it evolution? Like Steph Curry hitting threes is an evolution of the sport that I think makes it more fun. Is it fun watching guys? Yes. Hit home runs, but also strike out a ridiculous amount, not be able to hit anything but home runs. I don't know. Like, it's not for me. I don't enjoy that as much. I do enjoy some of what basketball has done. That stuff is more fun to me. Like where seeing, big guys become sort of revolutionary type yeah, players. Like the fact, well, not the so fact much that down low the three, anymore. The fact that the three point is still it, like now you've got guys shooting from forty feet, and that's kind of calmed down a little bit. But I'm just saying that is a overall, I think, more enjoyable, more scoring. People see that offense. Some people really like that. I tend to be one of them. Baseball does have big power numbers. You see some guys hitting monster home runs, right. but you're also not, you're seeing way more strikeouts than you used to. So but we'll see over the years, how that, how that changes. I don't think because just because you like where the three point shot and hoops has evolved to not every basketball oh, no, fan I know. likes there that. Are a lot of people that don't like, and it. there's yeah. also just an annoying thing with, with kids at a younger level that just Chuck, 
You know? Oh, I know. They yeah. chuck it from out there. Yeah. Shooters and a lot of them shoot, are like, dudes, like you are not that good at yeah. shooting this rock. Yeah. Try something else. We need a guy who's willing to drive it. Yeah. You know? I think you have to you have to balance that, right? Don't you as a coach have to say, like, yeah, that's cool that this is what major league ball players are doing. You're eight. So we're gonna right, we're, we're gonna, gonna learn some fundamentals. fundamentals. Same with basketball. We're right. gonna teach you the fundamentals. When you get to high school, if you can hit like Steph Curry, then go for it. Right. And shoot threes from everywhere. If you if you can hit with a hundred and twelve exit velo or whatever, then yeah, then we're gonna start working on your power. But if maybe you're gonna grow up and be five seven. You could still play college or maybe even professional baseball five seven. Not gonna be with power. You're gonna have to do other things. Uh look at this football schedule. So Ohio State next year, the schedule, of course, we all have seen it, know it, all that. The uh, there was an, a ranking of the schedules done, that, and this is uh, Eleven Warriors had this where they were looking at the and Phil Steele helped put this together the toughest college football schedules in 2023 based on opponent winning percentage. There are only eight schools in college football higher winning percentage of their opponents combined records than what Ohio State's going to face. Number one is South Carolina with a 66 percent opponent win percentage. Sparty is two with 62.7%. West Virginia's three, 62.4%. Then it's Ole Miss, Missouri, Houston, Florida, Iowa State. Ohio State is number nine. Combined record of their opponents from last year, 94 and 60. That is a 61% winning percentage. So mm. that's just one way to calculate strength of schedule, but certainly that's a you know fairly easy one to look at and say, wow, they have a lot of teams that had a lot of wins last year. We'll see if those wins come back, but it's going to be a tough road for Ryan Day and this team next year with a new quarterback coming in and everything else. I wonder how much this has helped out. I hadn't looked at Youngstown State because clearly they're at a different level, but that could be some embellishment. Now, if I click and find out that they were like a, a two and eight team, then that's not helping. But Western Kentucky, who you get in Columbus, they were a nine win team last year. Oh, right, okay. so they they right. help that out a little bit by win You're percentage. Right. You're right, and that's Western Kentucky. I don't think that's a game that many season ticket holders are happy about. How that's <sighs> gobbling up one of the home games now, especially in a 2023 season where you not only don't get the Notre Dame game at home, you have only four Big Ten home games. It's the odd year, so yeah. nine-game conference schedule. Five are on the road with Indiana, Purdue, Wisconsin, Rutgers, and Michigan. So, right, it doesn't feel some good like, teams in the Big Ten, but it doesn't feel like If you're looking at like your that. season tickets and you're like, so I bought season tickets and I have Youngstown State, Western Kentucky, Maryland, Penn State, Michigan State, and Minnesota. It's not the greatest. That doesn't feel like That's a not really a great strong haul. schedule. So That's not a great haul. It's very, I mean, you, yeah. you get Penn State clearly is the is the best. And Michigan State's got to prove it here, man, with uh, what Mel Tucker did last year. It yeah. was a big fall off. They, I liked his honesty in that one press conference where he said, right now, I'm a dog-ass football coach. Huh? <laughs> he said, hey, at least he's a coach that'll go up there and be real with you, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll come back. The crew season starts tomorrow. I'll give you a little preview of that. And also, a fan punches a goalkeeper in the face. In Not, the face. Don't do that. That's bad. Uh, it's man and bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents on the roadways. You'll find a crash on Hamilton Avenue north of Morse Road. Traffic is beginning to build in this area. Please be careful. You'll also find some slowdowns on the east side of I-70 westbound at the 71 East Split. An accident blocking the right side. Cars are working to avoid this. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Right now, during Staples Set-A-Thon, select chairs are up to 50% off. Like the Union and Scale Essentials Mesh Bag Test Chair, now just $89.99 at Staples. In-store only, offer ends on $225. While supplies last, Staples, the working and learning and saving store. Elmiana Ray with 
fan traffic. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Tool of the Week coming up 534, your chance to win fabulous prizes. You can tweet us your tools now at Man and Bone 971. By the way, the official sportsbook partner, what? That too. Sportsbook partner of Man and Bone is Barstool Sportsbook and the Hollywood Casino, where they have the Barstool Sportsbook. You can go check that out now. That is open for your betting pleasure. I was just looking on Barstool Sportsbook to see what the odds are for the crew to win the Eastern Conference. And uh, right now, not a lot of optimism. The top getter in the odds for the Eastern Conference in MLS is the Philadelphia Union, plus 275. Oh, that's so they get to play. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Plus 275 is the odds on favorite. That's the favorite to win, to win the, the Eastern Conference. That's pretty good value. Yeah. Do you think Philly's that good? Oh, yeah. They're, they're that good? They're extremely good. All right. Uh, well, New, York, New, York City, New York City FC, plus 325. Montreal, plus 600. Uh, the crew are at plus 1,800. 18 to 1 odds, basically. For what it's worth, hell is real. FC Cincinnati, 12 to 1 odds. So they think Cincinnati has a better chance of winning the East than the crew right now. Oh. So if you think mm. the crew are just underrated, sleeping yeah, giants, ready to go, yep. then eight, 18 to 1 odds, that's what it is at Barstool Sportsbook. But you can find that either on the app or go out to the Barstool Sportsbook Lounge there at Hollywood Casino. Must be 21 or over. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. This is by design. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Kenny Rogers. Pick up the phone and answer your concerns right there. Ted loves that reference. He gets it. Is that the gambler or the roaster? Both. Which Kenny Rogers is that? He did all all the above. He sang the gambler and had the roaster. Bad chicken. Mess you up, man. (laughs) Has the light on in Kramer's apartment, right? (laughs) Is that the thing? Kenny. That is the thing. It's very good. I've actually been watching Seinfeld the last couple of days. I will, I could I'm go. surprised you don't watch it all the time. You guys reference it all the time. I thought well, you liked, I thought I, you watched a lot of Seinfeld. But look, I think this a show like that that's so old that was sort of part of your childhood of growing up. Isn't that normal to not watch oh, that every day of your life? Like yes, I can of go two years probably without watching an episode of Seinfeld, but it still lives fresh inside me. Well, that's what that's I'm what's saying. special about good, it. The all time connection, good memory because. Like, I love Arrested Development, and I will remember very specific parts of Arrested Development, that show. Yeah. But when I go back and watch them, I'm like, oh, my God, I completely forgot about this. Like, I I always find something I forgot about. So I would assume that's how it is with Seinfeld, it too. Is. But, but you are saying you don't even have to watch them, and you've got a lot of those references just already downloaded. And that's that's what I'm saying. You have a good memory on that. I, just, I, I well, typically don't. I, p- I picked a spot, and I started with the episodes, because it's, it's so hilarious how Larry David would do this, and you write into the... It's just concepts that were kind of new at the time we're like let's do this thing where we're on a tv show and we'll have the actors on the tv show go and pitch a tv show to oh, network yes, executives right. about the yes. show that we're actually doing it's just oh okay yeah. it's very Bro- being, brilliant very being good john malkovichy of them yes to go and do that where it's like let's be inside the actor's head there that's kind of interesting and so i'm watching those episodes where they go and they pitch their show to nbc and those it's a good season it's kind of the sweet spot of seinfeld where it was taken off. And at oh, first, yeah. I just, you'd think that a guy like Jerry Seinfeld, you watch his stand-up comedy, and I think he's a, clearly he's a legendary stand-up comic, but if you didn't tell me about his ultra success, you just, like, Alien comes down, you put me in a room, and I'm watching this guy, it's like, he's, he's good. He's yeah, good. He's good. He's good. But maybe he's just one of those guys that got the opportunity 
Almost oh, like yeah. they kind of write that part into the show, too, where two guys come up to him in the club and they just say, hey, you know, we liked your set. He's doing a set in a small bar in New York mm-hmm. City, and they're like, come in and have a meeting. And that's how this goes. The show becomes ultra successful, and then before long, they're getting offered a half million in ep to yeah. do it. God. It's just crazy. And then now, like, you're such a car guy. All the cars that Jerry Seinfeld gets to have. Well, that's just why not fair, man. Comedians not and cars fair. getting coffee. What a great invention. Because it's <laughs> no, like all it's things like, I like. What? I like comedians, I like cars, and I enjoy coffee. So those were great. that was a great oh, show when man. that came out. Uh, so this was not good. Um, if Now, tomorrow, the crew game is in Philadelphia. So if you want to catch that, you'll either have to do one of two things. Pay Apple TV a bunch of money to get the game Eight on your bucks, TV. Because that's, that's how you have to do that now. Or... Secret option and the only option B. Go listen to it on the fan. We'll have the game for you. We'll have it on the app as well. 971thefan.com. You can do that. Um, but I would hope that in Philadelphia tomorrow, no one has a situation like this happen with whoever the crew goalkeepers. Maybe Evan Bush, I think, might be getting the start because Aloy Room's not starting. Bush! Uh, in, in the Europa League, which is, you know, the Champions League in, in Europe. Timmy, where the best teams from Europe play each other, like Manchester oh, United will play. Come on, I, Barcelona. I, lived, I lived and worked with Beamer. Yes. Right, okay. I know. So you know, I know about the Champions so League. So Champions League is the top teams in Europe from different leagues playing each other in this one-off type of tournament. Europa League is, hey, we're not good enough to be in Champions League, but also us. So then it's like the next group of teams that didn't make Champions League, they play Europa League. So in a Europa League game, PSV Eindhoven, Eindhoven, yes. Eindhoven, yeah. yes. PSV Eindhoven. They were playing Sevilla, which is from Italy. I want to say PSV Eindhoven is from Holland, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, Holland. I believe so. I believe so. Um, I'm sorry. Sevilla is not from Italy. Why did I say that? They're from Spain. That makes that's that's where Sevilla is. Anyway, I'm dumb. So in this game, where Sevilla had a goalkeeper who is in the game because the guy who was supposed to start last minute couldn't go. So they brought in Marco Dimitrovic, who comes on and plays for Sevilla. There, This game is being held at PSV Stadium in Eindhoven. So as the game progresses, a fan jumps out of the stands, runs on the field, and tries to punch this dude. I guess he landed one of the punches on this goalkeeper for Sevilla. But if you go watch the video, like the goalkeeper for Sevilla was ready. He's a Serbian goalkeeper, Dimitrovic. He was like, I'm not having this. Grabbed the dude, threw him to the ground, kind of subdued him. And then, like, you know, the security who didn't do their job, they run out and feel like idiots, and they had to grab this guy and take him back in. But uh, Dimitrovich said, I never saw anything like it. I'm not going to say what I really wanted to do to the pitch invader. I'm glad I was aware of where he was coming from and was able to stop him. Otherwise, other things could have happened. He wanted to hit me. It's unfortunate this kind of incident happened on a soccer pitch. UEFA should do something. This has to stop. So uh, good news for him is his team eliminated PSV. So they're out of the tournament. His team gets to keep going. Uh, They'll probably get some kind of sanction for this because you can't have fans running on the field in your event. That's just not good. No, and I feel like this is something that happens in soccer way more than any other major sport where you have bad interactions with fans and fans that are willing to actually... Usually in the States, like we see guys go out onto the field, they don't want to run up to any player and start stuff. No, they'll stuff. run around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They run, run around, around and then Anthony Schlegel will take them out. <laughs> and then he'll right. take out the trash, baby. Yeah. But I feel like I was watching a clip. Clip? Clip. Less than a couple years ago, and it was a, a famous name in soccer. A, I, God, this is going to... 
I, I'm going to have what? to look it up in the break. You're starting to say this, and I'm now it's starting. I can't like, remember like who it Premier is. Like Premier League club, like big time club. And a fan came out onto the pitch, and they were kind of in the corner, and some stuff was happening. Maybe some bottles were being thrown, and dudes were like getting attacked by mm. by the fans. Yeah, it's not and good. It was just well, a crazy looking I situation. Mean, that has, you see this more and more in international soccer. Yeah, I think what would actually be really good is if if, if someone runs on a soccer field or a football field for that matter. Um, however you play the game is how the fan now gets to experience the game. Is so, it, does Jack Grealish, Jack Grealish is a dude. Is that the situation? Yeah. Does that, that might have been about gets that viciously punched in the face oh, and then yeah. scores had, a winner. I had forgotten that, all I about that. I think that's that. gotta be it. I had forgotten all about that, but you're right. He got hit in the face and then went off and scored the game winner later on that game. That's, that's a pretty good pull from you to remember that. It is. I've now I recognize it. Boy, this guy's got a look. Oh, he, what a look! Grealish is handsome. Oh, oh! This, I mean, this is utterly ridiculous. I'm watching a replay of this. A crazy, insane person comes up from behind. He, Grealish isn't even looking, and he like snaps his neck back. He, the fan takes him to takes him to the ground because yeah. What do you was, expect? He got he's sucker punched. Grealish is just he got sucker punched. Like he's there was a dead ball, to, yeah. and he's strolling, and he takes him out, and I mean, a melee ensues. My, like, my everyone's around is, this guy again, like. When Schlegel took that dude out at the Ohio Stadium, like that's the way it should be done. If you run out onto a football field, then they get to do football things to you. Oh, 100%. If you run out on a soccer game. field, you can get fair slide game. tackled, two-footed slide tackle, you can get a red card for that, like whatever. Do that to that fan. Like if you go on the field like that, you don't if you're playing if you're playing the NBA, a guy comes on the court, then whatever, if you can, you know, you can foul a guy really hard. Foul him as hard as you can. Right. I mean, whatever. Not, whatever is a, no, I'm saying our intent's not to hurt anybody. But if you get minor injuries from this and you're out there no, causing I'm saying stuff, if a fan then, comes on yeah. the field, then you obviously want to play the game. Yeah, so you get what's coming game. to you. You get yeah. what's coming to you. All right. Tool of the week is coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching a serious accident blocking the left lane of the north outer belt eastbound collector ramp after 315. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but at least another 20-minute backup is expected. You'll also find an accident has cleared from the east side of I-70 westbound at the 71 east split. All lanes have reopened. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips. Whatever you need, there's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. It is time for the Tool of the Week. You can tweet us. Well, they are, the tweets already had to be in, so sorry. Too late for you. Uh, but we're going to take your cool tweets in a second. What? Yeah, Timmy Hall's in for Common Man. The winner of Tool of the Week gets a $50 gift card to The Walrus. The Walrus is your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. Check them out today. Timmy, you ready to go? I'm ready, Bone. All right, let's do this. Uh, First up, we have got Ryan Gard, who says, My Tool of the Week is Zeus, the Greek god of all things weather-related. He says, how's it gonna how's he gonna make it 70 degrees and sunny yesterday, then 30 degrees and sunny today? Get your crap together, Thunderbolt boy. I agree with that, Ryan. Thank you. Is that really what Zeus is the god of? I have no idea what Zeus is the god of. Go figure it out. Let me know. Says he's the god of the sky in ancient Greek mythology. So I guess that's good enough for us. Sure. Ruler, protector, and father of all gods and humans. And humans. Big job. Zeus was like the ultimate. I I thought he was the big cheese, but I just didn't know which. You know, if he did weather as well. You know, because some sometimes like the main anchor on the news doesn't do the weather. 
Sometimes they do. You never know. You delegate. They, yeah. The right. good God delegates. That's right. Tim Hall's meat slap says, my guys. And going up for balls and exposing yourself. That's right. Uh, my tool of the week is the customer that had me slice 10 pounds of ham, separated into one pound bags, then never oh. came back to get them. Wasted 10 minutes of slicing time that I could have been helping other customers. Hashtag GTH. Hashtag tool of the century. Yeah, agreed on that. That's uh, that's frustrating because then what if you're one of the other customers sitting there going, all right, well, I got to wait because this guy's got a big order. And then that guy never comes back. And now more multiple people's time is wasted. Oh, Sucks. man. The deli counter situation. There are only some ways where we could perfect that process. And a, a guy like this is just screwing well, it the all stores, up. The stores now that just pre-slice it yes, are like, there you, you go, it's the, out there. That's they, great. They do that. I'll do that. There's usually a couple types of ham that mm-hmm. are already pre-sliced and in either a you know three-quarter pound to a pound and a half bag. Come on. Yeah. Be stupid. Uh, two balls and a putter says my guys. The male doesn't fit into the female. My tool of the week is the cashier at Sam's Club. Our two-minute conversation doesn't require you telling me you are waiting to pass a stone. We all have issues. Act accordingly in a public forum. Save that crap for the family member you call on and the daily because you obviously can't find a spouse. Hashtag GTH. Wow, that took a turn at the end there. But All right, let you live. Dalton says my guys. <laughs> Tool of the week is me. I was second at a light and it turns green. I honk and the guy doesn't go. So I whip around him and speed off. I look behind me and the two fire trucks behind me are running the light. No sirens, just lights. Sorry, dude in a gray Civic. Oh, yeah, yeah that'll happen. It, it happens where you real. Hey, you know what? At least you realize that you were the jerk in the situation. Mm-hmm. I think That's we right. need more people like you that can just realize it, own it, give the little apology. Oh, wave. sure. Sure. I've honked at people before, and then I've, you know, the, either that, like you're listening to the radio too loud, and you realize a cop or an ambulance is coming up behind you, and you're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You do, like, the double hands. It's like, I got it. Is what My I bad. throw. If, if, like, I'm still behind them, they can see me in the rear view, do the little double hands, like, up, 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 up. Sorry. Up, up, up. That's my bad. Sorry. My bad. Yep. Yep. You're good. I'm Univer- bad. Universal, my bad. Uh, DCC says, I have two tools of the week traffic light sensors that don't work. You sit there for multiple cycles. And also, folks who don't pay attention to traffic lights, it's not going to get any greener, go to jail. Well, then, unless there's someone coming up behind you in a you know emergency vehicle, then you don't want to do that. David says, my guys. Some early onions. Just for you. Uh, my tool of the week you. is my company having an in-person meeting, but I got to sit and wait three hours after my work is complete for the day for a one-hour meeting that accomplishes nothing. I have other things to do in my life than this. Yes, that sounds awful. Sorry, David. Meetings accomplish things. There's never been a meeting that didn't accomplish anything. I I don't know what this guy's talking about. (laughs) Uh, Susan says, my guys. These balls are coming out fast tonight. You've got to squat and be ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, My tool of the week is my fourth graders who won't stop singing the Burger King jingle, and now it's stuck in my head. (laughs) Can't tell them to GTH. I get you, Susan. Whopper, That's right. whopper, whopper, no, whopper. Nope, don't do it. Don't do it. It's going to get stuck in everybody's head. Thad says, Bone is my tool of the week for having an amazing wife. A, Mrs. Bone pressured Bone to drink his first beer after marriage. This is true. B, Mrs. Bone drives Bone around on his birthday so he can get sloppy drunk. This is also true. C, Mrs. Bone allowed Bone to impregnate her around the peak of his plumpness. Hashtag jealous. Well, you know what? I married up, Thad. What can I tell you? I got lucky. Literally in many ways. But yes, thank you. That's right. If if I could never hear the word plumpness, plumpness. again. I was at my peak plumpness, Tim. That I was peak of my plumpness. Plump is That's one right. of the worst words plump? that exists. I, I was, I'm still plump. 
I'm not you're as not, plump. You're not plump. I'm less plump. Uh, I'm starting to unplump. Isn't Bobby plump? No. The actual character from Hoosiers? Like the real guy? Like the real oh, Jimmy is Chitwood? The, is that his name? I'm pretty sure the I real Jimmy Chitwood is I had Bobby no idea. I thought you meant, is Bobby Carpenter plump? And I just thought, well, I pity you for having to deal with Bobby coming in and be like, what do you say about me being plump? I'm plump. Plump he's, up the jam. No, he's pumped. Pump he's up. pumped. He's pumped. Yeah, he's pumped. Uh, chip dip, says my full-term ghost baby. Twitters and twatters. My tool of the week is the all Big Ten, is all the Big Ten basketball coaches telling us how to be fans. I guess good news for Ohio State is they'll make the NCAA tournament when the other coaches just forfeit the Big Ten tourney games since Holtman is such a nice guy. Right. Don't think they're going to do that, but you never know. I guess it could happen. Uh, let's see. Brandon says, my guys. Oh, yes. The tool of the week is... Oh, wait. Did I read that one? I did read that one. What did I... Oh, you know what I did? I skipped Chip Dip. Sorry. Brandon's was the one I just read. I screwed that all up. Let's do this again. Chip Dip says, my guys. Oh, yes. His tool of the week is Common Man. Mrs. Chip Dip and I are super excited about the new pro volleyball team in Columbus, the Valkyries. Nice. And it felt like you were metaphorically iglooing us when you were yelling about it. Why do you hate women? Why do you hate me? Hashtag GTH. <laughs> the iglooing is the part that honestly, good for you. Uh, one more. Mitch says, my guys. But he's sort of much more erect. My tools of the week are my sister and my niece. They last minute decided to stay with me, making me cancel plans with a lady who was a sure thing. Okay. Then my niece tells me she's she's a furry and has a safe word. She's 11. I don't think she understands what she said. No, I'm going to guess she didn't. And I got to tell you, I'm not sure what you said either, Mitch, but I'm sorry you had to cancel your plans. That's too bad. Wonder what show she was listening to. <laughs> right. Who could, who could possibly have, have, have known that? have a line like that. Who could have known uh, do you have any that stuck out to you, Timmy? You want to go with the plumpness? Yeah, why don't you go... Uh, because he's Thad. Thad. He's Give Thad. Thad. He's Thad to the bone, Thad baby. To the, Thad to the bone. Thad's going to get a $50 gift card to the Walrus. Good for Thad. Thank you, Thad. Good uh, job, Thank you, Thad. all of you who sent those yep. in. Sorry if we didn't get to yours. Maybe next week. Uh, next up, it's Backpage. We'll do that when we come back. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy accidents on the roadways. You'll find a crash on Hamilton Avenue north of Morse Road. It is causing heavy stop-and-go delays in that area. You'll also find an accident on East Broad Street westbound at McNaughton Road. It's blocking the right side. Keep an eye out for the wrecker on scene. Traffic is bumper-to-bumper. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. What do you get when you hit two taco lovers in the metaverse? You get the Taco Bell metaverse wedding on February 24th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Purchase some Taco Bell online from the couple's menu of favorite items from a participating Taco Bell store while supplies last. Only an array with fan traffic. Final segment of the program. Timmy Hall is in with me right now because he's been in all day long, filling in for Common Man. Buckeye Show is coming up after us with, uh, I'm guessing, Tito? Jeff and Devere. Jeff and Devere. Two full hours, Tito baby. Tito and Devere and Devere Posey. That's great. Nice. What's a more normal sounding name? Tito Posey or Jeff Devere? I think Jeff Devere sounds like someone that you buy a house from. <laughs> Jeff Devere. Hi, Jeff like Devere here, one of the top realtors agent. in Central Ohio. <laughs> oh, let me uh, let me refer you to my guy. Uh, he's Jeff Devere. Jeff he's Devere will really get you a good, great man. deal. He's hey, not pushy. Can't sell your house? Call Jeff Devere. Right. That's. I think that's it. I think that's the. Now, what would what would you what was the other one? So. No, it would be Tito you, Posey. Tito Posey? 
I like Tito Posey. That's a good name, too. Devere Thidoff does not work. No. It just doesn't no. have a ring to it. Tito Posey, I feel like, is someone that everyone <laughs> likes. Tito Posey is a baseball player. Oh, yeah. Tito Posey. Tito Posey is a leadoff hitter for the Baltimore Orioles. He's a, if your team couldn't get Pokey Reese, you get Tito Posey. That's who you get. That's what I feel like. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what would ours be? I mean, you've got... So, like, let's take T-Bone out of it. Let's just say Jonathan Smith and Tim Hall. So, Jonathan Hall? Tim Smith, No. Let's get rid of Tim, that's Timmy Smith. Timmy Smith. Timmy no. Smith won you a Super Bowl. Now we don't need Timmy. That's but that's, that's I get taken. It. Yeah, that's Jonathan that's, Hall is terrible. It's just way too plain. You and I. Timmy Smith is even more it, plain. It, than I that. know. I know. How about just Tim Smith? Right, Timothy Smith. Yeah. We have the most plain names. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to look at Matt Hayes. He's got a pretty plain name too. No, he does. Matt well, Hayes. Although I will say. Like Matthew Rothman, I mean Anthony Rothman's good, right? Matthew Rothman would be good too. Matthew Rothman, Rothman Hayes, Rothman sounds Hayes. like, and uh, that's a lawyer. He's a guitarist from Rush. Oh, Rothman see, we Hayes. Compl- see, I thought like no, lo- Rothman Hayes. I my, think he sounds like a musician. My dad started this law firm, and now I work here. My name's Rothman Hayes, right? And then you went totally opposite of a jam band. Not a lawyer at all. Yeah, Roth- Rothman Hayes is the the second guitarist from Little Feet, more more or less. <laughs> That's good. Uh, that's good. Yeah, maybe uh, we have to throw Ted Holbrook's name into the mix here. Jonathan Holbrook. I like that. I, I would <laughs> husband, go by Jonathan. Husband of, would, a, of a school president. Would, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Karen's husband. Yes, of course. <laughs> right. Damn you. I got to find the Karen Holbrook. Uh, real, she Where did she go? Why is she not in here? Oh, now it's gone. Absolute drunken orgies. Thank you. Thank you, Timmy. You're Thank you. are welcome. Oh, I'm sorry. But by, by the way, Matty oh, Ice. Absolute drunken orgies. Finally. I always play it again. I stepped on it. No, that's okay. Absolute drunken orgies. Hmm. Beautiful. Uh, I was mentioning Matt Hayes, Matty Ice, of course. He was kind enough to fill in for Evil Bald Colin as we recorded an episode of Mad About Hoops. We, of course, got a Buckeye Breakdown segment in there. We talk about this Alabama Brandon Miller situation. We got into a good discussion about big men. I know a lot of Buckeye basketball fans have wanted to see that position kind of grow and maybe get a different type of recruit in there with what Purdue's always had with Zach Eady. So a good, fun college basketball discussion. Matt had some fun talking about the road trips because little known fact about Matty Ice when it comes to road trips that you'll have to listen to the pod to find out about. But that's actually up there now, anywhere you get your audio. And, of course, we'll have the replay tomorrow at 9 a.m. right here on The Fan. It'll go right into Man and Bone Weekend. But you got to listen to the podcast to get the full unedited show. You won't get it all on The Fan. And tomorrow we got good stuff at noon. So we'll go from your guys' two-hour replay right into the Jackets against mm-hmm. Connor McDavid and the Oilers. 12.30 affair tomorrow. Nice little matinee time. 12 o'clock coverage time. Then you'll have some fan sports Saturday in between from 345 to 7. So a big chunk of change with fan sports Saturday into crew versus Philadelphia at 7. Then you get Celtic 76ers in a jip. Jip. And then join in progress. Weekend Joe and Amber, I'm sure. <laughs> No. For a second, I thought you meant Celtic, the uh, football, the soccer team from Scotland was going to be playing, and I was very excited. Celtic? 
Not not happening. That's a different team. All right, back page. Let's do it. The back page. The back page with Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. Timmy, what do you got for me? All right, it's always fun to take a look at some of the celebs out there that have never really lived a fast food lifestyle. You know, the lucky people that have been able to stay away from it their entire lives. But really, I don't think that makes you lucky. I just think that's sad that you've never been able to enjoy right. some chicken McNuggets or some Wendy's spicy chicken sandwiches or a Chick-fil-A or anything. I'm talking about Lil Wayne right here. He says uh, he was on a recent Apple podcast said he hasn't eaten fast food in so long, he doesn't even know what McDonald's smells like. So some of the details. He says, when wow. I was 19... Lil Wayne here. I moved to Miami, and my mom's a chef, and she was very happy for the move because New Orleans is crazy, assuming he's talking about food style. One thing she really wanted me to do was get a personal chef. He was talking to Zane Lowe on uh, this podcast today, or yesterday. So from the age 19 to now, I've always had a personal chef. I don't know what McDonald's smells like. I've eaten fast food, or I haven't eaten fast food in forever. He kind of talked about his diet and his workout regimen. Some people always ask me, what's your workout? What do you do when you get in the gym? He added, only gyms I know is Jim Jones. And okay. on, on another topic, they were right. looking at this Billboard's 50 Greatest Rappers of All Time list. So this just happened earlier this month. I missed this, but this is interesting to look at. So he was informed he was number seven. Yes. And he said, that's you know, it's crazy. Like, that's it's nuts. Me, number seven? Who the hell is before me? To which he was explained, Jay-Z won, Kendrick Lamar, Nas, Tupac, Eminem, and the Notorious, the Notorious B.I.G. Okay. At six. That's, I mean, that's a strong list. I mean, I'm not yeah. as versed in hip-hop, but obviously I know Kendrick Lamar. That seems a little high to me, but I know a lot of people yeah, think all Kendrick time. Lamar yeah. is like... Yeah, he's Way one of the there. greatest. So yeah, that's fine. You wonder where like a Kanye would be after that. Again, I don't. I'm, my list stops at seven right oh, there. Yeah, so there we go. I would think Snoop would Snoop Dogg Snoop would be Dogg, up there. Doctor yeah. Dre, right? Yeah, true enough. Yeah. So anyway, all right, that's interesting. Well, you know what? I I envy him for not having to do the fast food route because as much as I would like to have a chef preparing food for me at all times, if I want something quick, I'm usually driving somewhere. I have to swing by the fast food place. I try to make it healthy or healthier given, you know, trying to lose some weight, trying to do that thing. <laughs> like but, not eating as much of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically it's yeah. like, don't eat three double cheeseburgers. Right, get maybe half go down to- the amount of <laughs> cheeseburgers <laughs> right. I used to get. Yeah. That helps. But I would guess like if you're eating healthy like he is and you've got the personal chef, then you're good. I think you're the- getting, you're getting so much good food that. Even though it's probably prepared healthily, you can still eat to your heart's content and feel really good. I agree. I think maybe the best hack that doesn't get talked about enough for being rich and famous is the chef route. Oh, yeah. How food is whatever you want, the way you want them to prepare it, they're going to prepare it for you at a world-class level. Oh, could you imagine? Just, unbelievable. You walk to your fridge and it's three o'clock in the morning and you go, oh, what's in here? Oh, chef made me this. Like, oh, looky there. I forgot he made some tarts right. before I went to bed and I had Jeff one of Devere's them. Jeff Devere's over here ready to whip it up for me. <laughs> that's right. Late you're, at you're, night you're even. executive chef, Jeff Devere. All right, that's it for us. Timmy, thanks for filling in this week. I appreciate it. He will be back on the Buckeye Show next week and I will have Common Man back with me on Monday. Till then, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from the left lane of the North Outer Belt eastbound collector ramp after Route 315. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still stop and go as it recovers. And you'll find that accident has cleared from Hamilton Avenue north of Morse Road. Traffic is flowing freely there once more. This traffic report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. To Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and install new wiper blades faster than it took for you to shovel out and defrost your car this morning. Just sit back and chill while their fast and friendly team takes care of your personal space heater. Stay warm with the Take 5. Stay in your car. 10-minute oil change. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan traffic is a fan action update big weekend in college hoops this weekend as teams are getting ready to wrap up the regular season let's take a look at some of the features odds for march madness houston remains the betting favorite at seven to one alabama and kansas are nine to one in the big 10 purdue is 11 to one followed by indiana at 28 to one Illinois is 60 to 1. The top Ohio team is Xavier at 40 to 1. For your action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars, Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan.